This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. It is I, Basement Chair, but before anything, Basement Bookerverse, acknowledge him, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, for whom we together, all of us, acknowledge at the same time. It's no big deal that it was me in the first place that did it, because I'm the one doing the intro. And with me sitting, stewing in the corner, quite upset that I have once again cut his kneecaps out from under him, leaving him more, even worse than Hank Hill's father, Richter is. Well, when you incorporate your acknowledgement into the intro, which is, you know, a key part of the show that you've commandeered over the years, it you're going to be the first to acknowledge him. I also would like to be. The first person not doing the intro on this podcast to acknowledge the tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, for allowing us this platform to which we can discuss both him and everything he does for everything, including maybe having an hourglass put in front of him. But we're going to get to that. You know, the reason for me to do it the way I did it was to shorten that. But maybe next week. We're going to do it. All right. Next week, we're going to fucking do it. It's going to be the new thing. We're just going to do it that way because that covers everything. And then yeah. we can keep smoothly along into the podcast because, you know, I'm sure he could do another 300 days without our help. Indeed. Um, we had, as everyone knows, we had SummerSlam last week. Holy shit. We're going to get to that, I promise. But as always, we got to get through the news and bullshit first. First thing, speaking of SummerSlam, Becky Lynch suffered a separated shoulder uh, when she took the Glam Slam early in the match, uh, which affected some of their plans for the match. Uh, she's allegedly, gonna, allegedly going to be out at least a few weeks. Um, no surgery is required, at least in the doctor's opinion, at the moment. Uh, I haven't had any updates since, like, Tuesday on that. Oh. All right. Cool. Um, well, we'll just put that on the back burner then when we figure out what's going on. Yeah, there was, there was actually an image of her, like, I guess shortly after the injury, you could actually see the separated shoulder. It it wasn't pretty. Yeah, but she, you know, she, she pushed through, you know, finished the match, you know, because that's what men do. Real fucking men do. Yeah, Um, she's a man regardless of gender. Um, no, she, she, yeah, you know, I understand, you know, we all know how it is, you know, this mm-hmm. is new to us. We're all, you know, we're all fans here. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe if you actually owned a shirt, then, you know, you could, you know, speak to it, but you don't, I do. Um, so yeah, that's good. That's great. Well, I have a, to be the man, you have to beat the man. Yeah, so. but that's not, no. Thank silence. you for getting that for me, by the way. You're welcome. Can you, you know, you know, you enjoy it. That's good. We'll do. Moving on. Still on the injury train here. Matt Menard, your everyone's favorite, looks like a cokehead when he's cutting a promo, uh, as opposed to Tony Khan, uh, mentioned in a recent interview that he tore his shoulder early on in the Blood and Guts match after getting dumped on his head by Santana. 
quote, tearing parts of my shoulder, my labor, my rotator cuff. The good news here is that it doesn't look like it's going to require surgery. We're rehabbing it, injected some stem cells into the shoulder. Jer, I know you love hearing about stem cells. Look, it's everything. It's, 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 everybody should be doing it. Um, it should. It's a crime that everyone's not. Uh, but look, it, it should be available to everyone. Um, look, uh, I, I think I speak for everyone when I say take all the time you need to heal <laughs> even longer if mm-hmm. you need. Like maybe you thought, you know, my life is so interesting and in what I do. Maybe I'll write a book. And, you know, that takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you'll find that's more your passion. Maybe um, maybe expand your interests like into acting classes. I, you, not even that. Maybe like observe actual human beings doing human being <laughs> things, and maybe you too um, can achieve that. Um, there are many ways, um, uh-huh. but uh, like I said, take all the time you need. I just I just get a, a very eighties cokehead wrestler vibe from him. I, I like I'm not trying to imply he does coke. I just think he's emulating that style really really well. I mean, it's going to give him the energy he needs, but I suggest mm-hmm. maybe partaking in something that will assist in his creativity. Mm. Um, you know, and that might help him open up his third eye. And like, that well, might like also that shampoo. help him be promo good. Like that shampoo or blessings. Sure, man. Uh, whatever you want to do with that. You know, you want to yeah. take it there. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he could drink it. You know, it's fine. But like really, you know, take all the time you need. Mm. And, uh, you know... Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I think the message is received. I hope so. Brian Alvarez noted on Wrestling Observer Live earlier this week that Sasha and Naomi have already, quote, made a deal to return. According to adding to the speculation, uh, Sasha Banks was pulled at the last minute from yesterday's L.A. Rams Celebrity All-Star Game appearance. Okay, so listen, I'm going to spoil it. Um, sorry, guys, but this is my thing. Uh Listen, when we eventually crown the tag team champions at the end of the tournament, uh, heel Naomi and Sasha Banks will beat the brakes off of them or something. But that's the only way. Uh, They can't be faces after what they fucking did. Like, they got to come back as heels, honestly. That's just my opinion. It's probably not going to happen. But uh, I think they should. And if they do come back, uh, just to avoid clashing, you know, you get them somehow make them a SmackDown team or something like mm. distance them from control or whatever Bailey's girl group is called. And, you know, just bring them back. Like Sasha Banks is a snake. She's evil incarnate. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but if she were to step over the threshold of a church, it's going to pop off. Mm. It's going to pop off. And by I mean, pop off is the head of a priest. Because to look upon the visage, the visage of an entity like that, um, and and you know it's it's good because like regular people like me and you, we have protection because we're not in the live studio audience. We can't have our soul drained. We're fine. Mm-hmm. But the people there, it's fine because also the entity is trapped within the flesh suit that is Sasha Banks. But should she cross the threshold into a, a place of worship, and by the way, that includes any denomination. Okay, not just churches, any temple, place of worship, um, it, the visage will, will shed and will, will appear a flaming serpent that will devour all and explode in its presence. But yeah, looking forward to the return of Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, I'm detecting some animosity. Why don't you tell us how you really feel about Sasha, bro? Uh, no, Rich, it, it really, I can't. This is a safe space. 
Yeah, I know it's a safe space. It's me being objective and being a student of scripture. Now, I don't have any evidence that this is written anywhere. I don't have any evidence that I'm just making this up. Mm. But I'm going to need all of you to trust me. Okay? So whatever you believe in, even if you're an atheist, the fact that you're atheist is a belief in itself. So yes, it is. whatever you have, any kind of trinket that you have, maybe it's, uh, you know, bullshit, whatever you want, just carry mm. it with you. Carry it with you in case you need to defend yourself. If you truly believe in it, it is your protection against the snake Sasha Banks. All my God-fearing peeps know what you got to bring. All my Jewish peeps know what you got to bring. All, all my Islamic brothers know what to bring. Just whatever protection you need, my mans. Um, all my 2A nuts know what to bring. It won't do any good. Just hold it tight. Hug it. Do whatever you need to do because she's unstoppable. She's bulletproof. She can't be harmed. She can't be bargained or reasoned with. Please be careful. Do not let her know that you're on because you will be turned into sulfur. I mean, I figure hmm. just just don't pay her a $30,000 appearance fee. The money is a sacrifice. <laughs> she do you, moved do you on think, from human hearts and children. Do you think the LA Rams got their deposit back? There are no refunds. Guaranteeing the safety and prosperity of your line is a part of the deal. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't want to let it off that I know too much because then she'll come for me. So she's an entity dedicated to lies and betrayal. Yes. And also she can be in your nightmares. Mm. So be careful. She's a real Freddy Krueger, that one. So yeah, all right. What, what's going on with that so, then? Did I, did so I, is that, what's that, Friday the 13th, 12? Sasha Banks. Well, listen, uh, I'm going to forgive you. Uh, it's Nightmare on Elm Street ah, that has okay. the entity that can be in nightmares. You dick. Not fucking Jason Voorhees, who's a fucking camp counselor, slaying, boat riding, uh, taking Manhattan guy. I was trying to do like a Ric Flair thing for him, but I can't. Mm -hmm. I ran out of juice revealing Sasha Banks for what she truly is. So, that's all right. You did, you did good at that. You have no power here! In case she's listening so I don't get destroyed. Yeah. And that, now it's official. She officially has no power here. Now that you yes. said it. Like that. Like that's that. That's right. If it wasn't said like that, you know, because that, that's part of the incantation. That's really the only thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Like, in the face of, like, utter annihilation, just hope that works. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, I guess I don't have power here. All right. Well. That, that reminds me. I accidentally stumbled upon an anime you might be interested in, but we'll get to that later. All right, let us, let us continue before I am committed. Yes. Uh, FightfulSelect.com noted that one idea pitched internally for Karrion Cross to get a future title shot at Roman Reigns, but for only one of his titles. I think that's a brilliant idea. Um, that's a great way to, you know, separate the championships and let Roman Reigns continue on his way to 1,000 days. Yep. Because so, it, this, ain't, this train ain't, ain't no stopping this train we're on. Yeah, seriously. Final Fantasy VII character. Yes. Wow. Barrett, right? Yeah, I'm bringing it back. Wow. I can't believe I remember that. I mean, I guess uh, it was like... I think oh, the basement book of ours can't believe that, so... I know, but I, I mean, it was only one of two people that would have said that, so... Hmm. Um, so I think the internal conversation about Karrion Cross taking one of Roman's titles comes back to this. The report goes on to say that USA told WWE they would like a, type, a top title featured on Raw since Roman isn't there often. 
And they also allegedly rejected an idea for some sort of interim title for Raw. Uh, the interim title for Raw, they're on the money. That's a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, that's the equivalent of Eric Bischoff handing Triple H a big gold belt. Let's not do that. As big of a Triple H fan as I was at the time, that was dumb. Just for the people that listened that were not in that room all that all um, all those years ago. It's like Eric Bischoff might as well have been the USA Network because I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds exactly on point. That's a great idea. Um, if you're gonna, it's kind of a big deal if you. You're going to have Cross actually beat him for it, if that's your plan. I guess yeah, Cody's timetable is longer than they're expecting. Probably. Or maybe plans change. I mean, do, plans always change. We'll see. But. Co- Co- Cody isn't exactly one of Triple H's kids. And I'm hoping this is also a good turn, and because this is related. It's not really skipping ahead. That Drew McIntyre showed up on SmackDown. Without yep. a stupid fake sword. So hopefully that's gone. Well, he had to get that's attacked a from... thing. Yeah. Oh, it's happened before. He's had the sword and been attacked by him from, you know, before. Okay. Because, like, you could have had it where he drops it because he's going after Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's going to impale him. And then just have him still attack. Yeah, he'd have to be careful where he drops it because, like, you can't drop it on, like, the actual concrete because then you're probably not going to hear a clang because it's not metal. Yeah, it's, you know, what he'll, he, what, you know, what they could have done if they really wanted to. And I'm telling you this because if I'm really not convinced that Vince is gone, gone, mm-hmm. but like if Vince is actually gone, gone, but like he would just have him like stick it in the fucking ground, like one of his stupid entrances and then do the bit. You know how like he used to have it, like when he comes out, he'll yeah. stick the sword into something, he'll just leave it there. So and that it, could happen. But that was the old pyro trigger. I know, but I'm yeah. saying, like, they, they would have probably been still doing that because that's mm-hmm. Vince's way of saying, all right, Drew's in now. He's going to he's feuding with him now. So it's he's no longer like, you know, on the back burner. We're back to featuring Drew McIntyre. Let's give him all this shit. That's yeah, probably so, what Vince would have done. Yeah. So about, about Vince being gone, one thing no one has really mentioned that I've heard. Gone. Right. That, but, okay. well, he's still a majority owner of the no, company. No, I know. I'm just saying I don't think that, like. He doesn't have any, not any input. I think mm. there's there's something there. Well, yeah, like his family owns it. Like he obviously, as we know, started the company as we know it. He built it literally from the ground up. From oh, this was his fucking life, dude. Like, yeah, Paul Heyman was saying this dude works like twenty hours a day or some crazy shit, seven yeah. days a week. Yeah, twenty hours a day, seven days a week for the past twenty five plus years. Yeah, like this is all he's got. Like, just imagine. Like, something you fucking love, and you can't, you know what I'm saying? No wonder both those kids hate him. Listen, we all know. You I only think... sleep four hours a night, you work the other 20? When, you go, when are we going to play catch, Dad? It's all right, Steph, calm down. Listen, Steph, one day you're going to remember this, it's going to help you in life. Mm. So. Awkward silence. Indeed. Yeah. All right, moving on from... WWE for a moment. FightfulSelect.com also reported this week that I know what you're going to say, so hold on to it. MJF has not been in contact with anyone at AEW since his memorable promo, leading to speculation that he's actually intent on leaving AEW despite being locked into contract until sometime in 2024. But 
as we know, that's probably just part of the work. He's just committed to the bit. Uh, there's there's nothing else here. Um, nothing. Ser- yeah, like all he has to do is just not talk to anyone. Yeah, like that. That's not. That's not like you and I do it all week until this until this podcast. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I mean, but like you know, us aside, we're different creatures. Mm-hmm. Like him being a professional wrestler and being able to shut the fuck up is a rare thing in this, especially in the year of our Lord 2022. You know, like for a wrestler to shut the fuck up and people mm-hmm. not know dick about it that's kind of a big deal yeah like when sandman was selling the uh, the um the blindness from uh i don't remember who it was back in the day i think it was uh who blinded him i don't remember someone like spit fire in his eyes or whatever the hell in ecw but he like he wouldn't leave the house uh he don't like and if he ever did he he'd still continue with the bit that he was blind if he, even if he wasn't going to a wrestling thing so and that and like the the IWC was starting to emerge at that point, and like you know, rumors would circulate. But like, if he could dedicate himself to that, I think someone could dedicate themselves to just not being in contact with a particular group of people. No, especially but... if, especially if they're no, that person is known for being so dedicated to keeping kayfabe. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's also the fact that all these AEW freaking people can't stop worshiping at the altar of Meltzer. So mm-hmm. like if he were to let anything slip to anybody, he'd somehow fucking find out. Yeah. So and, and and not for nothing, but that example you used, it's a good example, but it's a better example than it doesn't even like it's more impressive than this MJF shit because it's not an injury. Yeah. Like all he he could just live his life normal. He doesn't have to do anything. It's, it's just not talking about that. Like that's mm-hmm. easier. Than yeah. the Sandman thing. That's way easier. Yeah. Also, like uh, Sean Ross Sapp said, if they're feeding him kayfabe information to leak, that's you know that that's that that's how you work the marks. Because if if someone like Sean Ross Sapp, someone that's known for being a reputable source, reports it, it's going to be believed. Look, man. I'll, I'll excuse me. I'll do you one better. Okay. The fact is this. Tony Khan, when asked about MJF, what does he say? Not going to talk about it. Exactly. Because he fucking can't. Mm-hmm. Because anything he says, anything. Because mm-hmm. he knows it, and especially MJF knows it. He fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. He'll give it away. Anything mm-hmm. he says relating to that, anything, it's going to give it away. Yeah. No matter what. The the moment he goes, well, oh, work. Okay, done. That, that's it. Done. Work. Mm-hmm. There's any. Like he's so, uh, I I don't know. I I don't want him sending some fucking Hollywood fixer after me. So I'm not saying shit. <laughs> you could get to Vince. You could get to anybody. If that's what happened, I'm still not convinced. I'm pretty sure it's Stephanie. But anyway, let's continue. Yes. Uh, Mick Foley announced on his Twitter, um, that is uh, sorry. McFoley announced that his Twitter account has been hacked and the person now in control of it is trying to extort him for money. And Mick is advising his fans to not, quote, fall for any scams this person is trying to perpetrate. Well, Mick, I appreciate the warning. I do follow you on Twitter. However, you are muted because you can't shut the fuck up about politics. (laughs) So 
Um, you know, grats. And uh, I hope uh, you get it back. I think anybody taking, I don't like when hackers take things from people. We've all been victim in some way or another to scams and things like that. Uh, you know, but I mean, you got to be careful. And it probably makes sense. It's your dumbass that got yourself hacked. It had to be something you did on your computer. Yeah. Um, and so like, I was like, what, do you, what are you looking at on your phone, McFoley? Yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't even want to speculate. Oh, that's ha- a... Hashtag flannel look porn. That. Look at that barbed wire. Just want to wrap it around my fucking head. Hey, Moxley, you busy? I'll drive <laughs> over. There. Right there. The Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I read that he actually, Frank, him and Frank the Clown were involved in an angle. At uh, Flair's last match. Did you watch the Flair's last match pay-per-view? God damn it. That's what I was supposed to do. Okay. No. I didn't. I you wasn't. Want, we can, like, watch it and then talk about it next week. We uh, we can do that. Yeah. If, if you want. I mean, yeah. We can. I already, we'll like, see, read the results. We'll see, because, like, next. Yeah, everybody knows. But, like, next week is, like, I don't know what we'd have. Like, there's no SummerSlam recap is today. Well, listen. I think the. The shakeup, the Triple H shakeup, has only just begun. It this doesn't is, matter. We're not going to want for anything. I'm just saying, like, it's it's something to think about because, yeah. like, the reason I didn't really rush to it because it's like, by the time we get to it anyway, it's too late because everyone's talked the shit out of it. That's like, you know, really, yeah. really, really good at this. Yeah, honestly, honestly, the big news is thankfully Ric Flair did not get injured or worse. Yeah, oh, Flair still alive. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. Matthew Ruhol, I can never Ru- say this name. Ru- Ru- Aiden English. Aiden For- English. Yeah, he For- wants to be an announcer. Formerly known as Aiden. Yeah, he he announced he is no longer taking in-ring performance booking, saying he's quote always been most at home with a mic in front of him, and he's also looking into esports and voiceover work. He should have been doing that. And, like, why doesn't he have, like, a podcast like 8 million other people in the business? I don't know. Like, actually, you know what? That's probably a good thing that he doesn't. Uh, he, I, I, like, me, I've always been, you know, obviously can't tell for this podcast, but I'm a fan of the spoken word things, like announcers and things like that, voice acting and things. Like, You're if I had words, a bro. talent, huh? You're good at words. Thank you. <laughs> Like, if I had that kind of talent, I'd probably do the same thing. What am I going to, like, don't get me wrong. It's a, there's a different muscle you're dealing with is your vocal cords, you know. But it's a little bit less devastating than, say, I don't know, car crashes. That's some yeah. fucking indie show that he's going to yeah. get booked at, probably, mm-hmm. for not that much money. Right. You know, and this he doesn't have to go really anywhere. Certainly like, not if, Sasha Banks' money. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he's even good enough, like he could, he, he, he could have like a studio in his house, like a like an actual booth. Like they have those where like you just build it in, mm-hmm. you know. So good for him. I, I wish him luck. I wish luck to anybody who wants to do something like change what they're used to doing. Especially he was pretty decent. He, you know, I'm not saying he's the best in the world, but he was all right. Yeah, I, I think I think if he gets uh, like one or two high profile gigs, he'll knock it out of the park because I think he, he like he's got a great voice. Like, yeah. yeah, he has he has a really uh, a clear and uh, what's the word? a distinctive speaking voice. 
So like like a voice for radio, they say. And I I think he, I think he'd do really well. So good luck with that. I hope he hope it takes off. Moving on from that, Cassie Lee, formerly known as Peyton Royce, announced on Instagram that she is pregnant, uh, posting the video of her surprising husband, Sean Spears, with the news. And another one bites the dust. Doom, doom, doom. It's never going to be the same. No. It's never going to be. It's never going to be. It's never going to be the same. Unless. Sorry, Mr. Spears. It's never going to be the same. Unless they, uh, you know, do the old snippy snip. Uh, I don't know. I don't. But then that's a whole separate conversation of, well, then that is never going to be the same. Yeah. So it's like, what's it's like on, you, know, you weigh the options here. Um, right. So so one 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 of these. Decisions, enjoy it while it's there. Yeah. Well, one one. one one of these decisions benefits Sean Spears. The other of these decisions uh, benefits us. Those yeah. that are not quite so uh, cozy. I mean, some of us, not the uses here. Mm-hmm. There's many uses all around the world. And different uses have certain proclivities. And that might be interesting to them. Indeed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And whatever, whatever. I'm sure there's stuff that I think is kind of cool that other people are like, kind of weird. But whatever. You know, we're all mm. different. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, everyone likes something different. Uh, yeah. Last bit of news for now until something up pops up. We will see. Uh, Tony Storm is featured on the cover of the latest edition of Fitness Girls Magazine. That's Girls with a U. Oh, I saw that cover. Nice cover. Nice, uh, nice little spread. Respectful. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. So cool, cool. Good on that. And I think it's time to talk about SummerSlam. Unless there's any news that you heard that uh, didn't make it here. Hey, did you hear Bray Wyatt liked a tweet? <laughs> oh, shit. What tweet? When uh, Cross showed up, he, he liked <gasps> it. And there was articles about it. Can you imagine being that famous? Oh my God! Every every Bray like Wyatt, it? Bray Wyatt, and Karrion Cross—they're they're in cahoots. Bray Wyatt's behind the whole thing. He's Bray, coming back, guys. He's coming back as as Wyndham Six. He's the clock. He's the he's the hourglass. He's in there. Um, listen, all all all, <laughs> all jokes aside for now. For now, this brief <laughs> brief moment of uh, what's the word? Lucidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say something deep and profound. But, but you got lost looking for the word lucidity. Fucking, oh, no. It's earlier today. Do you know who Paul Odenkirk is? I know Bob Odenkirk. That, I don't know. Bob. Who's that, that guy, Paul? yes. Um, if, if you happen to be oh, Bob Odenkirk's brother, I'm sorry. But <laughs> I didn't mean that. But, like, he was trending on Twitter. Uh-huh. And I was concerned that he may have been dead. Yeah. But rest assured... He is alive. I wasn't that like upset because Better Call Saul's already, you know, it's in the tank. There's mm-hmm. two episodes left, and we'll be able to end the series. I'm not worried about that. But I, I didn't want him to be gone, gone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he had like it because he had followed a foot fetish Twitter handle, mm. and people noticed that, and that got him trying to go on Twitter, and he unfollowed it. That's... I don't know if he liked the picture from it. 
and that's what happened. But it's like, wow, it's crazy how like the shit you do. There's a level of a fame that you gotta be careful about where you put your likes on Twitter. Now, you know it, what I mean? Yes. Like John Cena's I, only problem is he fucking follows everybody except right. for us, but it's coming. It's well, coming. Well, we we are some of the notable few he does not follow, so that is notable in and of itself. But I, I first it, of it, all, T user one one two one four five seven eight six seven ampersand seven is reputable. Yes. Okay. And I think that he deserves a lot more credit. And I don't care if he looks like an egg. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. All right. So if if I may speak on behalf of the olds for a moment, and um, I'm sorry to include Bob Odenkirk in that, but I'm pretty sure he's like older than me. Because yeah. like he, he like he had a successful career when I was like in my mid to late teens. So he's got to be older than me. I, I that that's that's how my brain gauges things. Yes. That's how my brain gauges age when I don't feel like uh, using the Google machine to look it up. So I'm going to assume he's older than me. Now, sometimes when I go to scroll on my phone, like my phone will say, oh, you tapped this. And I say, no, that's not what I did, stupid. And so I have to like untap it. Right. So maybe that happened to him. Maybe he tried to scroll and accidentally followed. That's possible. That's possible. I thought you were going to like, you know, he's getting older and as, you know, women, you know, there's a lot of parts of the body, you know, the foot, you know, it ages gracefully. So maybe he was looking for something pretty. Uh, That's what I was thinking. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. So people got ugly ass feet. Like, can you imagine like that's the rule of the of the land? Like, because like they wore heels and shit like that. The feet of the woman is the last thing to fucking get ravaged by time. (laughs) I mean, consider if you. If you've ever worked a job where you stand on your feet, your feet will tell you, fuck you, we age like shit. Yeah. Uh, and especially, Spe- Speaking from the husband of a bartender. Even running, like anything with your feet. Yep. Um, I don't know why how we got here. Oh, yeah. Oh, go. Yeah, sorry. But, yeah, that was it. <laughs> uh, imagine being so famous that anything you do is like, man, I'd be in a fucking people like, dude, this guy's fucking nuts. Like, what is wrong with this kid? I retweet like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of it's kind of cool. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I'm careful with like what I do on Instagram and Twitter. Like there are plenty of like Twitter things I look at that like I don't follow them. Well, yeah, like you're not supposed to. Like I had I had a problem like when I was younger. I did that because I didn't care. But it's mm-hmm. like, man, everybody that follows, you can see that shit. Yep. If you retweet it. So I'm like, you know what? I don't need this. I'm older now. And I probably have to go through it because there's probably things there I, I don't even remember. To, and I just get rid of them. It's like, I don't need to see this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm older now. You know, people change. So, like, yeah. And, uh, folks, just use incognito mode. Look, but at the end of the day, <laughs> yes, let's rock and roll. Let's go to the SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer, um, allegedly. First and, thing yeah. I noticed, there was not a match on the pre-show. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't need eight hours of wrestling right. to have a good day. And I think you, that's you, part of the reason that the Seth match was cut. Yeah, you especially don't need a match that was thrown together last minute with characters that people maybe don't really care about. And that, Like, that, and, for example? Uh, I don't know. But, but I can't think of anything besides the Riddle and Seth thing that got cut. 
that like well, it, would be on there all i guess that that's like the only match that like it was announced and then like real got hurt so they cut it well he's not hurt hurt right but like the yeah. storyline but they um, did that to postpone the match right um but you, but you know they show up well yeah like they still I, I got to be on the show which is kind of a cool thing i don't know if that's a hunter thing just to you know make sure they get something because they lost their match Mm-hmm. Or if that was always a plan, you know? Yeah, that that's probably something we'll never know. But so something I wanted to sort of compare here, like Vince's WWE compared to Hunter's NXT. Something like one really noticeable difference between the two. And in ter- in terms of like making the most of the time that you have. Hunter's NXT didn't have any throwaway characters. Whereas Vince would have like two guys in a match just to have a match or to advance a separate storyline, you know? Okay. So I think that may be part of that. And I think going forward, like if you're going to, if you're on TV you're going to be cycled through into an important storyline. And what I think might actually happen is we might actually see a little bit of a roster shrink going forward because triple H will see the bloat in the roster, the number of people that he simply can't use unless he's having like a battle Royal on every raw SmackDown or whatever. Right. Okay. And, and simply saying like, listen, I don't have anything important enough to use you in and we have plenty of sort of like backups in case of injuries so uh so thanks see you later if you happen to not get a contract we'll call you back when something opens up that's kind of shitty uh well listen a little shitty but at least maybe they could like earn a paycheck and get on aew dark every other week yeah, but listen, I I kind of disagree because I don't think it's that bloated. Like, you need to have bottom guys. You need people at all levels of the game. You Where's know what I Jack? mean? Like, there's no such thing. I'm just trying. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's no such thing. Like to like to refer to a person like that. Like, I don't know. There's still people, dude. Like I like you still need like there's levels to the card. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the vicious Viking Raiders need somebody to beat up. The new vicious Viking Raiders. Give them their full title. Fuck you. I, I'm <laughs> acknowledging. Hey, stop trying to take it off the to try to distract from the fact that you're treating people like they're not human beings. It's thrown back to me because I can't get their names right. But <laughs> like, um, which I apologize. Please don't come after me. I don't have any silver. Um, they love that shit, mm-hmm. and I don't know that. Viking karate that fucking my cat Pat keeps fucking talking about. I, I can't remember the don't name. Don't have of it. to keep bringing it up. Um, but yeah, there's there's levels. You know, you need people, and like not everybody's supposed to be Hulk Hogan. Not it's not all Hulk Hogan. You know, mm-hmm. you need you, you, you. I'm not gonna say Brooklyn Brawlers because we're at a different stage where everybody's kind of like a superstar, and mm-hmm. like they'll bring in local talent when they need a vaulter or. A, Oh, master, fuck somebody up that's not named Ricochet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think it's maybe shifting things. We're going to see things be a little bit different. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more people that you're usually running into on a SmackDown or a Raw be on NXT. 
uh, mm-hmm. in the near future. And I think of it more of as a a shuffling, you know, mm-hmm. not just letting people go because it's like bloat or some shit. But it's like someone's got to get beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you, you need people in all areas. That's all. That's what I think. I don't I don't disagree. I just think so where you say it's like it's not treating them like people like it, it's like you basically saying like I am like only looking at right like, a widget, only, like an right but like but like like he's only looking at like trying to save their salary by like letting them go but also like if if they're sitting around not doing anything they could be elsewhere doing something honing their craft a little more you know like so how if, do you know they're not they're sitting around doing nothing there's matches on house shows that we know nothing about mm-hmm. they still travel on the road like we're not at every live event dude like it's not just monday fridays and wednesday you still True. got nxt uk also and they do you know stuff like they're everywhere you know you know what i mean like we mm-hmm. don't what we see on tv that's happened is if they want to tell us mm-hmm. so that's that's what i mean you know it's not maybe they are being used but i guess your example for what you know what i'm saying like if it makes sense if like maybe like there maybe there is somebody who's just doing fuck all but we don't know that mm-hmm. like or maybe someone just used like, in different ways yeah maybe they're like maybe they're tired of just being on the house shows and not making it to tv when they know they could be on AEW because they're better than anyone not named like danielson or whatever well i if it was me and it's not i would be looking at ways to get myself over now more than ever mm-hmm. now that there's somebody different to impress mm-hmm. and now would be the time and it's like i would see that as a reset like i'm not gonna leave the greatest wrestling promotion in the history of humankind in in the state in this state of transition mm-hmm. where anything it's finally come rich what he has told us and what has been foretold by the man himself that anything can happen in the world wrestling entertainment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's happening now where there's infinite possibilities. Do you really want to jump ship to AEW or do you want to keep your seat at this, at the big table with the grown up sit and make fucking money? The big table. Where who sits at the head of that table? The tribal chief Roman Reigns. Where do you want to be? Ask yourself that before you start pissing and moaning to be on AEW Dork Elevation. And I rest my fucking case. There you go. I listen. I agree. Boom. And I, I think I think at this point, anyone passion, that baby, anyone that left WWE by choice. In the past year, year and a half, mm. in particular, they're looking over their shoulder like, "Well, shit." Yeah. They look. They're looking at the calendar. They're looking at their contract. Like, hmm. Cross was about to sign with AEW, dude. He was about to sign sign with AEW. And, and Papa Hunter, I'm said, hey, come here, kid. Listen, this this will spoil what happens later on, but. Adam Cole at home, uh, like, looks like that kid that he made cry. <laughs> he looks like him after finding this out. Okay. Oh, 
So, and he's there for the long haul. And he could keep talking his shit. I'm here with my friends, but he knows where he really wants to be. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that, maybe I have a feeling mm-hmm. that there will be a forbidden door, a real one. Yo, the greatest, most golden forbidden door, and it will be AEW WWE. I, I don't Everybody know. listening right now is probably like, you're a fucking idiot and you're crazy. And how much weed are you smoking? The answer is none. Okay. I wish. Clearly not enough. Not enough. But let me tell you something. It, it would be beautiful if it were to happen. Like, if they wanted to, dude, it could be a fucking pay-per-view. It could be one match. Just one fucking match, dude, and they'd make a shitload of money. Like how they do the boxing events. Okay. Like those triller things. One match. What? Who, who versus who? What are you booking? The is it singles? Is it multiple? Roman Reigns. So we know who wins already. Exactly. But that, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, versus John Moxley. And if you want, that's got to be the one to do, I think. If you want, and this is me being very generous, and this is the obvious thing, two out of three falls. You do two out of three falls? Different stipulation for each fall? That way Mox can get some of his blood in? I wasn't going to go that far, but yes, you can have, it, it stands to reason strategically. If you're John Moxley, you'd want to choose a match that's advantageous to you. Mm-hmm. So, what you could do is, if you want, in this situation that I've made up and walked into, you could have two matches on it. Hmm. And what determines, so whoever, so you have one from each company, right? Mm-hmm. If, if each person represents the company. So, if whoever wins... That means the person in the main event of Moxley Reigns gets the advantage, which means that they only get to the winner gets to pick two of the stipulations. Loser only gets one. Okay. And there you go. And then Moxley get his blood and shit like that. So we can, if you want, you can even have it where the AEW guy gives Moxley the advantage. But Roman Reigns still wins. So here's an idea. Because Moxley is going to have a thing that allows interference because there won't be any rules. Right. So so here's an idea. So first fall, straight up match, Roman wins the first fall, right? He has to. Mox picks the second step. It's either it's like it's like it's not going to no, be a stupid barbed wire thing. No, yeah, no AEW gimmick thing. Like stick to WWE yeah, gimmick. Yeah, it's, it's either false count anywhere or just no DQ, right? Yeah. Um, or something fucking you could do a hell in a cell match unless Roman picks that for the last one. Well, hold on. Follow follow me here. Okay. So second fall, it's to Mox's advantage because he's more familiar with the, uh, uh, the atmosphere. Some kind of innovator of violence. Yeah. Third fall, if, and when it comes down to it becomes a six man tag bloodline. Versus BCC. Danielson and Claudio. 
Okay. So you're, yeah, okay. Okay. But that way, you also incorporate more guys into the main event. And obviously... You don't think it's too busy? No. As long as they don't overshadow what's happening. Right. It, it, I think it'll it just, just add to it. It just feels weird to me that to throw Brian, Dan, Brian, Daniel Bryanson mm-hmm. in as like, you know... Daniel Bryanson. He's a guest star, you know. He's mm-hmm. like one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I would save him so... Like, instead, maybe Yuta, because you could save him for like, what if this makes a shitload of money? And okay. they want to do it again. But I think... I think You know what kind of sucks, way, though? I kind of like, fucked up. There's probably somebody yelling. Yes, probably. Because it's like, Moxley is... I hate saying this. I, yes, I know he's been places before. But it's what? still kind of technically still two WWE guys at one point. Yeah. So they probably would want fuckhead Kenny Omega instead of Moxley. But let's stick to the Moxley thing. So you were saying, because I don't, want, I want you to get your thing out. Well, to that point, at at this point, Kenny's been out so long. Who even knows if or when he'll be ready to go? You well, know? who knows if or when this Forbidden Door thing happens? True. So we're I just think, booking with this knowledge, right? But I I think adding the Usos and Claudio and Brandon Anderson or Wheeler Yuta, it kind of it makes it a little bit more of well, who who's gonna win? I think I think it, it it it's more up in the air who's yeah. gonna win that match. But obviously, the bloodline has been tagging literally since childhood, day one ish. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like we know, either way, Roman bloodline they're winning that. But like it, it'll add to some of the le- even the legal chaos within the match. You know, day one-ish is not just a catchphrase. It's a way of life. It is. Um, but, yeah, look, the thing is, this is great for me to fantasize about, me and you to do our thing. But at the end of the day, and maybe I'm wrong, I hope I'm wrong, I really feel like CM Punk has poisoned the well on that one. He'll That'll never happen. Like, who knows how fucking deep into Tony Khan's ear he is. He mm-hmm. fucking can't stand Triple H. And he's an egomaniac. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like CM Punk, but I do feel he's an egomaniac. I think WWE will buy Impact before that happens. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you know, you're probably right because he, I don't know. I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I really think he's like, you know, he's deep. He's got his claws in there. CM Punk does. Yeah, to- Tony Khan buys Ring of Honor and like, Impact and whoever's there, they're looking around like... And I like CM Punk. I'd have an ego, too, if I were him. Yeah. He was, at one point, the best in the world. He's that dude! Now he has the most broken foot in the world. Yeah, 100%. We'll never forgive him for hurting himself like that. Some dumb shit. Stupid. Stupid. Whatever. Yeah, let's, yeah. It, Impact's looking around. They're like, "Can you buy us?" Are nope. they like the truck? Take John us Travolta off our mean? hands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you know we're still here, right? We don't we don't have a good TV deal either. Yeah, help. It's okay. It doesn't have to be all of us. Not everyone makes it off the island of misfit toys. Seriously. Oh man, dude. Sammy Callahan in this environment on SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, but we don't... This Sammy Callahan. Okay, yeah, this one, sure. Yeah, not, not. Uh, what was it, Desmond Crow or something like yeah, that? Yeah, but wasn't he an NXT guy anyway? 
He was. Just his, but his Triple H was... did all of that. Like, Triple H gave him that. It's not like it was a Vince thing. Like, why would he trust him now? I think Cause at he that decided point, to, I think Sammy decided to leave. I don't think he was fired. Oh, he was know. left. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, why did he leave? I don't remember. Like, we don't, like, did he leave? I think he hated the gimmick. I think at, I think at this point. But uh, doesn't you know, Triple H, didn't Triple H give the gimmicks in NXT? Like, he was in NXT black and gold. It wasn't like Vince was involved in that. That's why like, I'm curious uh, like what he the did, difference would be. He did. I, I just think that if he can sell Triple H on his current gimmick, which wouldn't be difficult to do, I think, then he could just, like, keep the gimmick. You know what? You have a point because we're... There's a lot of people, and me included, I'm very guilty for this, that there's two versions of Triple H now. Mm-hmm. There's pre-almost death and post-almost death. So yep. maybe a post-almost death Triple H who's grateful to be alive, to spend time with his children and, you know, run the business he's always dreamed of running. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's different. So that I'm going to accept and try to keep in mind anytime something like this comes up. Yep. Also, an- another point to consider, Triple H has now seen the value of taking an established gimmick, the American Nightmare, and bringing it to WWE and giving it the same presentation and seeing it succeed. Well, we don't know if it's just him because Vince said if it's not f- if it's not broke, why f- fix it? Exactly. So he was in on that. Yeah. So I so I think Triple H probably like has actually seen that in action, seen that work in real life. So maybe he'd be more open to saying, you know what, the, the Sol- Solomon Crow, I think it was Solomon Crow. The That's... Solomon Crow thing wasn't really working. Like we gave it to you. We thought of it. It wasn't working. The Sammy Callahan shit works. Let's just do that. Yeah. And then yeah. you can have your Moxley guy without Moxley. Exactly. He's, it's kind of the same character. Like it's a little bit different, but it's still mm-hmm. the same base. Yeah, just don't ever combine a baseball bat and a chair ever again. Yeah, it's cartoonish. Sometimes. That was gruesome. Yeah. Like, that was fucking gruesome. Sometimes things are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's the thing we, Like sometimes we discuss. It's like, you know, that's pushing the envelope, and then there's, like, shoving it fucking... Yeah, that that's putting a hat on a, a hat, which already has a fucking spike in it going directly into your brain, and just pushes it down further. Yeah. That's kind of what that was. So true. I'm, I'm sure he felt terrible about it. I think he yeah. even said he felt fucking terrible about it. Fuck, man, that was gruesome. I forgot about that until I just mentioned it. Well, All thanks right. for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so the opening bout was for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair beat Becky Lynch uh, with the KOD uh, following a top rope Spanish fly. And, of course, after the match was the first real holy shit moment of the night. By the way, we got this match wrong. We thought we thought it was going to be Becky because we didn't um, know where Becky would go from here. Apparently, Becky goes face from here. No, listen, Rich. Yes. Is, um, yes. As you know, regardless of my feelings, my one weakness is that I have to pick Becky Lynch. Right. So I didn't necessarily think she was going to win, but I have to pick her. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, part of the reason okay. I have no choice. All right, so, like, so, I was so that's there your... the whole time listening. I want to change my thing because she's not. She might not win this, but it's like I didn't want to be like she did win. I betrayed her. Like wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. So this is this is your Becky asterisk. Yeah, I can't. I, you know, I can't do it. 
It's just mm-hmm. not in me to do. Mm-hmm. So we knew Bailey was coming back sooner or later, probably sooner, because we, we had heard that she had been like working out and everything, preparing to make her return. Dakota Kai was a shocker to me because we know she had left the company. So to me, that that was that was uh, Triple H's first real fingerprint on uh, SummerSlam. It's like, like Triple the, H is the reanimator. Yeah, just like bringing people's careers back from the dead. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like I, I imagine his benevolent head reaching down from the skies. Mm-hmm. And plucking Dakota Kai away from her tit stream. Uh, Do you wish to continue to live your dream, child? Come back to Daddy H. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's something that hasn't been brought up yet, whether or not they're going to change the stance on Twitch. I imagine it's probably being talked about internally. I'm sure. That's a guess, obviously, because I'm not fucking John Ross out. They better maximize their dividends or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah just like like figure out a way to make it work for fucking everyone like they're your ip so restrict the things that they can say and do but let them make the fucking money yeah they're the ones were they're the ones literally doing the work it's like when you're representing a company you're contractually obligated to not be a piece of shit yeah but you know there's other things that you, you know what they could e- they could even have wwe social media employees as moderators in the Twitch stream. Why didn't anyone just ever fucking think of that? Because they're not rich to Rizzes. I feel like this is uh, maybe whoever my guess is and this is the uh, ageist in me. Maybe Vince didn't fully understand that that like you can like you can have moderators people in there that like that will like delete certain comments within the stream. Mm. I, I just think that. you can just have moderators and, you know, set the rules up in the Twitch rules. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is, you know, we're about, this is a, anything about the game's fine, but we're not talking about, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. I just think it's like it takes a little sitting down and think and working the problem, thinking about it, and they can they can make it work. Regardless, right. I think well, Bailey looks incredible. Yeah. Um, I am not a fan of changing it to EO Sky because it's like, how fucking ignorant are you? You can say a foreign name. Mm-hmm. It's not difficult. But I get what they're trying to do. It's, oh, I guess Genius of the Skies is too fucking complicated. Let's just put it in her name. We don't have to say it anymore. Well, EO Shry isn't even her real name. So I know that. Okay, but let me see. Let me see I'm if not she's saying like it because it's not her real uh, Sky's not her real name. Why would they mm-hmm. change that? No, I'm just saying what just leave it. It's mm-hmm. such a fucking boomer Vince thing. Let's fucking but you know, it's probably to make her more like uh marquee, you know, like to put on the thing, like what we talk about. Mm-hmm. But did According they spell Wikipedia. it's still the same spelling for the name, like mm-hmm. right? Or did they change the first part of the name? It's I Y O now. All right. So people, I, because I guess it said they're it like, helps. oh, I O, so ignorant. Yeah, but idiots. even even still, it could be mispronounced. Mm. Well, like, that's like why both spellings it, could be I O. Yeah, but if you watch the fucking program, it's you're an idiot. If yeah, by this time you can't fucking do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> not you. I mean, like you know, the idiot. <laughs> exactly. So apparently, Shirai is Japanese for purple thunder, according to Wikipedia. Oh, cool! I like purple thunder. 
mm-hmm. looks cool. AF. Yeah. So yeah, she she used the name Io Shirai on the Indies, the Japanese Indies. So so that's probably why this is the whole and in and in Mexico. Yeah. All right. So let's move on from that. And you know, Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, with, with the same Io Shirai presentation that we know Triple H made. And now, so Io Shirai was about to leave be, because like her contract was coming up soon. And she wants to go home because what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, she she saw black and gold wither away, mm. and she's like, "Well, nothing left for me here," and that was it. But Papa H comes in, saves the day. He's back. So, like, literally, that was the holy shit moment for me. I, I think up until probably the Logan Paul match. Uh yeah. I mean, oh, actually, which, which like, was the look, next match? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best it was the biggest holy shit thing into the next holy shit thing yes <laughs> all right so for, for, for the majority of the first two-thirds of the pay-per-view uh, premium live event that was the moment for me um miserous logan paul was very good logan paul looks like he's been doing this for a while dude um, logan paul i fucking told you what did i tell mm-hmm. you about this guy yeah like he's an athlete yeah so like um Triple H or Miz or someone said, um, like he's he's been putting in the work. He's he's on Bad Bunny's level as far as coming in and performing at that level. Good I think shit. he's better. I think he's better than Bad Bunny. Um, not only is he better than Bad Bunny, but like he he's good at selling. Mm-hmm. He's way better at selling. So he he did get out kind of soon from the skull crushing finale at Mania. Yeah, but that was his first fucking go, dude. True. Like I'm talking about this match. Yeah. You know. Okay. Like on the as far as the celebrities go, mm-hmm. I say he's better than Pat too, and he's mm-hmm. better than Pat th- at SummerSlam, and Pat will tell you that too. Mm-hmm. Like he listen- was not feeling good. Did you listen to last week's episode of Impulsive, where the one he- I told you to listen to? Yeah. Did you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, let me tell I didn't you. Get to yet? But yeah, please. It doesn't matter. I'll- Really, really, you didn't listen? No, oh, okay. I, I forgot. Okay, so he, there. so he said that um, that part I got from there though. In in rehearsals, mm-hmm. in in the rehearsals for the big splash onto the uh, announce desk, like he was he was hitting it wrong, and one of the trainees came up to him and said, "Listen, if you keep hitting it like that, you're gonna break both your fucking legs." Oh, <laughs> uh, you like, don't want to miss the show. Exactly. So, um, like he was hitting his, I think, uh, femurs, like on the very edge of the announce desk when he was hit, doing it. Jesus Christ, man! Right. What the fuck? Right. So, and you know, it's it's not easy to not hit your fucking legs on the announce desk when when you do that. It's either it's like, all right, so you don't hit your legs on the edge of the announce desk. Okay, let me hit my abdomen on the edge of the announce desk and risk. You know, knocking the wind out of me, and if I don't break my fucking ribs, it's a lot of moving parts. And I'm right. not talking about Maurice's outfit. Oh, um, right, <laughs> right. Good God, she right. she showed out the SummerSlam, baby. Mama Maurice, Wins were in town. Man, Nash Nashville learned a few things. I gotta say. Anyway, <sighs> good match, great performance by Logan Paul, Miz. And he even gave credit to Miz for making him look good. He said that uh, he didn't remember performing the match. 
Logan Paul, but he watched it back and he didn't believe that it was him. Like he 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 thought he was like watching like a regular match, someone else. I mean, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. I think it's incredible. Yeah, amazing. We had a maximum male models vignette. Uh, I think with the return of Max, right? Yeah, he came back. It was mm-hmm. the smack, the first SmackDown one uh, after Vince was gone. He showed okay. up in the thing like at the end. It's like yes. So he probably pissed off Vince, and H is like, "Listen, come here, just, just shut oh, up." Yeah, it's basically yeah, because like I, I don't know if it was because he didn't like the gimmick or something, or he was just. I think it was just that he was just leaning in and trying to like do the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, like method acting in. Then you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this fucking guy." Yeah, because he like he was definitely all in on the character. Yeah, I, at least he made it appear that way to me. Yeah, same. So I mean, that's the whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. You think about it. I wonder, like, I wonder if they're going to change the close talking thing and just get rid of that or not. No, <laughs> no, it has to stay. I, I, I feel <laughs> like that's I feel like that's calling attention to everyone that stands too close together when they're like uh, talking on wrestling TV because like no one in real life stands that close together. And they're just like, listen, we got to get you in this tight shot. So you got to stand dick to dick. I don't give a shit. You like listen, that's the price of fame. Mm-hmm. One day your peen is gonna have to touch another man's peen, but there's gonna be many layers in between you two. Sack up. I mean not literally. Right. You know Figuratively I mean? sack up. Yeah, figuratively. It's fine. Like Don't literally, you know, just may, maybe turn to the side a little. A little. It's okay. Relax. Just don't look in the eyes. But then how are you yeah, well, you can, other. but you can't lock. Okay. You know, don't lock eyes. Mm. Keep that shit weapons free. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if tips touch, don't acknowledge it. Don't know nothing happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. We're just two so, dudes just hanging out. If it's right. not on screen, it didn't happen. No, it didn't. It's All not right. even close. We're on that too long. Uh, the Maurice thing threw us off. Yeah. Theory attacked Lashley with the briefcase before the match, and then Lashley won anyway with the uh, hurt lock. I knew it. So you're going to hurt that boy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The Mysterios beat the Judgment Day after a double 619. Nice. Very uh, nice. I Edge, didn't care. Edge returned. That was PC Edge. That was the story. It, yeah. There. It's everyone like, oh, look, he's doing the brood thing still. It's like, yeah, but no. he's still Edge. You know, like that hasn't changed. Yeah, but it, if it, that's something that excites you, I'm not going to fault you for liking that because that's what it is. You don't have to like everything. I just thought, you know, since like the vignettes were more interesting than him actually showing up. Yeah. Like I was more interested in that. It was like I, once he's there, it's like he opened the present. It's like, oh. It's, oh, it's exactly nice what I expected. Socks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, um, I'm glad I'm glad they got to use the, the old Inferno match set pieces. Yeah, well, you know, you got to get multiple use. It's part of how you save money in the world. Yeah, that is recycling. That's right. Recycling is very important, even if it all goes to the same place. We're trying our best here. Yep. Next up, we had Pat versus Corbin. Pat with the code red. Not the best code red, but you know what? No one died. No one you got know, hurt. That's really the best you could hope for. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
but did you die? No. Right. So I, I think the Pat's uh, little SmackDown moment with Ricochet and throwing. I, I have a feeling that was like Pat's idea. Did you catch Pat almost dying on it's SmackDown? The, no, which the, on SummerSlam you just kept going, but like in in the match when he jumped on the top rope, he slipped. Oh no! no like no, like you know he does his usual like jump thing. Mm-hmm. Like where he jumps from the mat onto the turnbuckle, like mm-hmm. it was so fucking hot and humid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he, his foot slipped a little bit, but he still stuck the landing. Oh yeah, yeah. he landed on the rope on his shin. Yeah, hundred percent. That shin is bruised right now. Yeah, yeah, because that's not. It's fucking cable under there or something. Yeah, and um, yeah, I thought that was crazy. And in case I forget, it also happened to the Vanilla Gorilla himself. Like he was trying to jump over the from it was the point where he's in the in the crowd. He mm-hmm. had want to jump over the little barricade thing and he slipped a little bit. He's like, oh, Brock's going to take that out on Roman. Oh, yeah. What, that, uh, was, that was early. I remember that. Yeah. I'm like, that was Damn, just before the, the, the stair spots. It's like you could tell as hot as a motherfucker out there if that's happened to Brock Lesnar. And like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's probably part of why Pat was like you saying, like, it wasn't his best because he was like he was like not in the best condition for that match. Yeah, he said he was training in air conditioning and he was already freaking dripping sweat by the time he just got to the ring. Yeah, he probably should have just, like, you know, trained more. But I get it. That's actually what I wanted to mention before we go on to the SmackDown thing, which, by the way, hot start. Um, yep. When uh, the fact, the only thing I did not like about SummerSlam is the f- because he had a match was there was no Pat McAfee on commentary, and that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like, I understood why, but to not have him there, you notice it. Yeah, being being the SmackDown guy, he like they could have had him like rest up the rest of the night and then come out for the main event. Yeah, that oh my god, if he would have been calling that match with them, it would have been amazing. We absolutely would have gotten a holy shit from Pat. Yeah, that would have been better. Honestly, <laughs> I would love to see that with Pat there reacting to that freaking tracker thing. That would have just been the best. I honestly, I can we I, just get a Pat cam for when he's not on commentary? I don't know. Let's not overexpose him. You know, people don't start to shit on people for no reason because they think they're being like used up too much. Yeah, that's true. You know, Listen, that does him, happen. Him with the um, what do they call it? The 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 uh, the the draw thing. The draw thing for football. Yeah, that, that was fucking great. Yeah, that was great. Watching. I hope that's permanent. Listen, I I don't mind if it, if instead of bound instead of bum ass carbon wrestling a match. And it's just him getting kicked in the balls by Pat for the mm-hmm. duration of any match he would have. Mm-hmm. I'd be or, fine. Yeah, or or even like not even for storyline, just like have it just be to point out certain shit during a match. Sure, but you know I, I just don't care if Corbin's not kicking the balls. Like I need that in my life. I need more ball All kicking. Right. All right, we, 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 Corbin. we 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 can do a bum ass Corbin ball kicking. Yes, every week. That's cool. I would go far to say a bomb ass carbon ball kicking contest. Let's see. You oh. know, <laughs> I mean, there's only one person suffering in all this and ha- have for the Cor- greater good and have Corbin like have it like uh, do like one spot a week. And like at, at, at the end of like 10 weeks, Corbin judges who kicked him in the balls the worst. And that's like the, the winner. I mean, can't we all just agree on the fact that this is a perfect example, and you're right with that, is a perfect example of the needs 
of the many outweighing the needs of the one. It's a perfect Indeed. example. Indeed. I think one sound effect that was missing from that little video, though, was like when know, Hans Moleman got hit in the ball from football, hitting the ball from football in the groin. I don't remember the sound effect from that. It's like but a boing. You know, you know that that thing at like carnivals where you slam the hammer down and it, it, the, the bell pops up and hits the bell. The the strength. That's what we need. Test of strength. You need ding. Yeah. Let's let's get the guys in the truck to add sound effects. They did you add know? sound effects. They just didn't add that one. That's what I'm saying. Like that one. Yeah. That was great. Like Sammy Zayn wasn't in there. That's why they didn't get him to do it. He didn't yeah. go in there yet. That was yeah. that was later. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. So let's see that that uh, Drew spoke for some reason. Uh, words matter. Right. There is. Uh, Usos beat the Street Profits with the one D. That match was not as good as the Money in the Bank one. Right. Um, I I gotta say, but it's always fun when they wrestle. But now it's time to figure out what to do here. Yeah, so it could be it could be my memory, and it also could be the fact that so much of the rest of this pay per view had, uh, uh, I'd say it's a, definitely your memory, a bigger a bigger feel to it. But this match wasn't memorable to me because the Buddy the Bank one was so much better, at least to me. That's what I thought. I think that's what my issue was. Yeah, I it's don't remember like, anything, any special spots with Jarrett or anything. No, uh, he was not. I think he was pointless. You know, I think it was just because of where they were. Yeah. You know, that was the main reason. There's always, you know, you know, the bells and whistles they got to throw into things. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Well, what are you going to yeah. do, right? Yeah. MSG shows are, are, or uh, Barkley Center shows are always going to get a match with Brawler. Or he's, he's going to come out and take a bump or whatever. Brawler. Yeah. Uh, so then we had the Riddle-Seth segment. Uh, Riddle ate a stomp. All right. It was Look, what it was. What do you what are we expecting here? Right. Right. <laughs> it, it, hi guys. We're, we're sorry you didn't get to wrestle, but look, you get to beat, you know. Mm. Or riddle. But yeah. hopefully it leads to something cool for him. I hope so. I think I think Triple H is behind Riddle. Yeah, yeah, he he should be. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of his guys. Yo, imagine So Seth though. Yeah. That's I true. think Seth is like his baby, you know, he's his number one boy. The first. His favorite boy. <laughs> first NXT champ, man. Yes, boy. Uh, Liv tapped to the arm bar just before the three count, but the ref didn't see the tap. That's, so that's right. That's the story going forward. What other story do you need, Richter, is that's what happened. That's what happened. And it's like, now they're saying, oh, well, now Ronda's a heel. Is she, though? Because I I don't know if you noticed, maybe you did, but it's not exactly a super positive reaction to Mm. live on SmackDown. Right. That was bad. I I wonder if the crowd was expecting her to turn after that or what? Or if they were trying to turn her? They said the bullshit that was the finish. You know, she said, I don't know. I thought people liked her more than Ronda Rousey. But she said w- she tapped because she thought the ref had already counted three. I think that's a lie. That is bad writing. Yeah, I think that's a lie because if the ref counted three, 
Ronnie would have let go. Yeah. You need to not talk. necessarily. She doesn't trust. She doesn't have to give Rhonda that the benefit of the doubt that she would. Right. Like, so, she doesn't have so then to. she gives Rhonda the benefit of the doubt that if she taps, she'll let go. That's true. Like, I don't understand why. Why she just drop down? You know what I mean? If she thought the ref counted three, she could have got herself out of that position. What couldn't she just drop down? Like she had to stay up like that to keep Rhonda on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. So if she didn't have pressure on Rhonda's shoulders, then wouldn't that break the hold? Not really. Oh, okay. Because I thought have her having her in the pinning predicament made it worse for her in the armbar. No. Right. No, it made it made it better. It relieves the pressure. Because All right. It it um bends the shoulder and elbow muscles back the way they're supposed to be yeah. to be in that position. Whereas if she if she goes down, you know, Liv's probably going down like on her back, and that's the way Rhonda's force is pushing her anyway, and that allows Rhonda to extend the armbar. Hmm. Yeah, you the position more shit about more shit about this than I do. Yeah, it's just, you know, watching and listening to a lot of UFC analysis. The Jujigatame. That was the only way that I could really go with her not losing the belt. Yeah, Nothing it's short of a disqualification, which no one's going to enjoy anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it was just a weak uh, explanation on her part. I wonder if it was supposed to be simultaneous and yeah. and live botched. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it went the way it was supposed to. Because we, I think it would have been more obvious that she did. Because like we'd have questions. Like I, I if I'm if like we already have I, questions. No, because when I watched the match and the finish happened, mm-hmm. I wasn't like treating it like it was controversial or anything. Like mm-hmm. I saw what happened. Like from yeah. the referee's angle, he doesn't see her tapping. Right. It's not like he could fucking hear it either. Exactly. He has to see it, and from mm-hmm. where he was in his eye line was Ronda's shoulders to the fucking mat. Mm-hmm. So, and the referee's decision is final, as we know. That's it. You got to protect that. And uh, speaking of referees, uh, a lot of there were some people giving shit. Uh, maybe it was in our wrestling group to the referee of the Becky and Bianca match. Because oh, he had yeah, like, that, that shocked look. And they're like, oh, people complain about because she does it all the time. Yeah. It's not special that way. But this guy, you never see him really react to anything. It's like, oh, my God, a fuck. Becky Lynch is a bad guy, and she's been trying to destroy Bianca Belair. And it's shaking fucking hands. I'll put it to you this way. I didn't notice. It's like Lex Luthor and Superman going, you know what, man? We got to do this together. Yeah, I, I didn't notice the ref. I didn't notice the ref's eyes bulging out at the time. Not because until it was he didn't online. pause it. Because it just right. happened. Yeah. But someone caught that mid-frame or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like he held it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and it's Aubrey's, not him trying. And it's not him trying to get himself over. Aubrey it's not gets, him playing to the crowd. She gets super distracting. Mm-hmm. And or or he, I don't know. I heard maybe that's the pronoun. But like, it's it's they they make it about them mm-hmm. sometimes. Maybe it's not intentional, but still. And I heard she like tries to like copyright strike people who have her in YouTube videos and stuff like that. And like is, anonymously, is she copyright? Well, maybe not copyright. Like any, like likeness strike, something, probably. whatever. But like flagging, mm. 
you know, it's kind of annoying. But whatever, I, I digress. I like her, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's apples and oranges. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, I don't mind. I'm just saying, you're a referee. Like, you want to wrestle. I'm sure you could if you wanted. Yeah, probably. She's probably trained. I wouldn't mind. I hear you. And then we had the main event. So we... I'm sorry. It's time for the main event of the evening. That's how you fucking do it. There you go. So, Roman Reigns came out first, but we know why. Because he wanted his acknowledgement from the crowd. That's right. It was his decision. Yes. So... You can un- unroll your eyes. Right. So I, I had nothing to say about that. Brock, well, at first Brock, you did. I can actually yeah. send you the message that you sent me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe. I, I don't remember, but yeah. I, I remember slightly. Hmm. I need a higher dose of ginkgo blow, but maybe. Anyway. When Brock comes out. Why didn't he just come out dressed? I don't know. That was weird to me. It's like, no one would know the difference. So I read that when they first did the pushing the ring spot and like like all the all the rehearsals with the track that were done with the tractor, Brock wasn't there for the rehearsals. Wow. It was someone else doing doing the rehearsal. Wow. Like why? That's interesting. So when that probably it's probably Brock. Like, listen, I'm not rehearsing shit, but I know what to do. Yeah. Just make like, sure it works. If as long as it works, I can do it too. Like, listen, I have this at home. I have three of these at home. I know how to work this. Just set it up. You we guys don't even know it. if it, it, it could have been his idea. You know what? Maybe that's what got him to come back to SmackDown. Triple I've H seen like, the memes. Do you want your own tractor? Brock's like, yeah. Like, think Triple about H's it. Like, all right, you come back. We'll get you a tractor. You're gonna push the ring around. It's it's almost slam. Yeehaw! Think about it, dude. Think about it. Like, imagine. What does he gotta do? Like in a last man standing match against Brock Lesnar. Oh, you gotta just put everything on top of him. That's the yeah. only way. And this is I, how you get there. Yeah, I thought someone was gonna like pin someone under the freaking shovel. Of That's the tractor. what I was thinking. I thought that too. Because we. Because we remember the forklift spot from way back in the day. I'm just glad I didn't do that because this is way better. Yeah. Like the imagery of Roman Reigns standing upon the rubble of what was ringside. Mm-hmm. Buried beneath it, a fucking Brock Lesnar who is in absolute pain. Mm-hmm. And the only way to put down, albeit temporarily, the Frankenstein monster. Remember that. Temporarily. The 10 count. And then he was able to move. Mm-hmm. Just chilling on that fucking destroyed ring that he fucking. Like, that imagery is going to last forever. That's there forever for history. Yeah. That is Shelton running up the ladder. Memorable. This I'd say this is even better because I've never seen anything like this before in my whole life. Like, this kind of destruction. We never get to see under the ring like that. Yeah. We got cool. to see the underside of the ring. Yeah. The, no. the first time ever. So when they said that when Brock pushed the ring, that he pushed it quite a bit harder than was expected. And that was planned during the rehearsal. Oh, I'm not surprised. Color me. Not surprised. Yeah. Corey Gray said he's going to he was uh, he was about to be in Chris Rock's disgusting lap. 
<laughs> I mean, Chris Rock. Fucking Kid Rock. Sorry, oh, Kid Chris Rock. Rock. Oh. I like Chris Rock. I was going to say. Kid Rock. Because he was there. <laughs> he was there. Oh, boy, was he there. Now, listen, that's not the point. But um, we, you move way too fast because you forgot to mention the most gangster tribal chief move. Brock Lesnar comes in. He's standing on top. Of the mic, the... Chuck? Yes. You fucking cut me off. Like you always do. Now it's my turn to get cut down off my shins. There All you right. go. Brock Lesnar standing on top of the damn thing does his own introduction. Proceeds to toss the microphone. Roman Reigns catches it as if he was a Jedi. As Catching if he... it, no look, one-handed. No, exactly. I, I, if you'd let me finish the fucking thing. Like a fucking Jedi. As if his <laughs> mind pulled it to his hand. This was not a man playing catch. This was a man knowing it was going exactly to him. It was amazing. And he mm-hmm. winked at him. He fucking winked at him. I didn't see the wink. That's that, right. The wink makes the fucking whole thing. Mm-hmm. I it's retweeted like Thor it. and Mjolnir. It's better. It's like he was trying to harm him with it. He's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. And I just winks at him. I'm like, holy shit. He's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> what a fucking match, I got to say. That was great. What a fucking performance. Heyman went through the announce table. Yeah, he's dead. Holy. Robin did his own promo on it. He's like, yeah, you get put through. You get F5 through the table. You'll be out for some time. Yeah. You're going to the hospital. That's yeah, you know, that's just what happens. Hospital. Yeah. That's just what happens. Beery tried to cash in, but got fucking dumped. Got beat with the briefcase, too. Oh, listen, listen, the way like like when you're swinging the briefcase like that, the the thing being on a hinge, that's got to hurt. Oh, yeah. Like, who knows? Like, I've never been hit with a briefcase before. Me neither. Still a foreign object. It's crazy. What a what a what a fucking match. Brock gets ending was the best. The best way to finish SummerSlam. So, did you did you notice? Just remember, that- dude, we've been to SummerSlams where fucking stupid Undertaker. Remember the Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar match, and like it was the bit where like I think Undertaker had Brock kind of submitted, maybe, or like Undertaker was in a. It was a weird finish, mm-hmm. and we were at Barclays for it. Oh, it was the, it the was garden. the Hell's Gate and a pin. Uh, Hell's Gate pinfall i think or there was a low blow something happened and the bell got rung or something yeah that know fucking what the stupidity. fuck was going on like oh. the fucking you could feel it in the air how disappointed everybody was 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 that the same year as uh that asshole john stewart with with uh john cena it might have been Seth it might have been what a shitty fucking summer's life. yeah oh yeah man some things i remember <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit this yeah, one but... match this uh, this show was fucking great it was amazing if this is like a, a taste you know of things to come and let's do it but uh you know let's just temper our expectations here folks mm-hmm. you know so, things change so i wonder if brock wasn't necessarily anticipating the weight of all the shit that was on top of him at the end so i don't know if you know he's just Ro- selling all that too but roman didn't climb onto the shit that was on top of him until like the count of eight 
Yeah, so like m- minimizing the the time that his weight is added to all that shit that's on top of rock. Yeah, isn't Roman like three hundred something pounds or some shit like that? It's like two sixty probably. Yeah, something, two, something fucking weird. I know Brock's like two eighty five. Yeah, but I'm talking about on top of you. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much you weigh, like whatever's on you sucks. Like listen, listen, dude, something's in my rib. Maybe don't kill me. Yeah, it was great selling. It was like he was dying under there. <laughs> so now. Without looking, how long did that match feel to you? I, or, it felt like it, I lost. That's how it, long it felt. <laughs> it felt like a long match. Yeah, it did. So what happened, Rich? That Reyes? match was... Ha, ha, so uh, to me, it felt like it was like a half-hour match. I really thought it was like at least a half-hour. That match went 23 minutes. Do you know what that means? That means... Basement chair has reclaimed the basement championship. And now the circle is complete. Remember, guys, I did say I would humiliate Rich DeRiz at SummerSlam. I was not humiliated. It took a long time, but he had to come and tell you all that I'm the champion. And I feel like that's beautiful. <laughs> because I knew it would be a surprise to you, too, because I know that match fucking felt long. Yeah, but I did say I was going like, to win. I literally didn't even look. I didn't look it up until like five minutes to four o'clock today, look, like on, a little on, before we started recording. Honestly, I'm sitting there and it's the end. And I'm like, even if I didn't win, I think I won because this is a really good show. Yeah. You know, that's how I felt. Like if it was a show that was like, man, I'd be like, fuck, this sucks. I better be champion after this. You know, that kind of thing. But this it's like, I think I already won. You know what, Richard is? You may have lost the basement championship. Did you really lose? No. Did you really lose? Well, I lost the basement championship, which I am upset about. But what a great goddamn show. Yeah. It's nice to find happiness where you can find it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, for anyone that wants to break down, uh, Jared won by picking Logan Paul over Miz. Uh, We both had Liv Morgan. We both had Lashley. We both had Pat McAfee. I had the Mysterios. Jared had the Judgment Day. Bad uh, idea. Yeah, we both had the Usos. We both had Becky. And we both had Roman, of course. Yeah. What well, a match. Yeah, the Raw after was fine, I guess. Because you get you got Io Shirai wrestling. Yeah. Io Sky, sorry. That's going to take a while. It will. Um, Which was great. Um, and, like, anybody who saw Becky Lynch come out could see it a mile away that she wasn't leaving SmackDown without getting that ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew it was coming. Um, I didn't know when, but it came. I thought they were going to come out and beat her ass in the ring. And it's like, oh, well, well, she's hurt. Why would they do this? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Seth Rollins took a sledgehammer to Cody's fucking chest. Like, you yep. can't do that on camera. You can't do an angle. Just because somebody's hurt doesn't mean you can't do something on them. Mm-hmm. Um, this this was better, though, because Bianca couldn't get back in time. Yeah, that it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Well, she would have if she took her fucking heels off. Because she mm-hmm. is the fast ass. So she if she would have taken her fucking heels off, she might have made it. Mm-hmm. Also, the man's going to come back around. That's what I said. I When I was watching that, I was like... Well, she's going to come around. They don't know what happens when she gets hurt. She comes back around. Mm-hmm. 
looking forward to all the merch and see what she does. Is she going to go back to like dressing semi normal though? Is this over? Like well, the- probably she, she did. She did mention something about the fashion just you know being extra. Hmm. Yeah, and I agree because like the Monday before the go home raw, she looked like Lady Gaga's. She she robbed Lady Gaga's closet. Mm-hmm. It was a weird outfit. I'm like, all right, well, hopefully this will be. Let's end of that for now. It's a little too extra. Yeah, really, really solid opener to Raw. And then there was something that you were very happy about, and I was happy to see. I think you saw it a few minutes before me. Uh, the U.S. title vignette. Yeah, I thought it was very great. Nice. Uh, I thought it was a good sign. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that. Like, first of all, I'm glad to see that Ali's getting his due. At least he's in contention. But he did that move and got caught and put in the Styles Clash. I thought that was fucking dope. Yep. Uh, Champa winning is what I predicted, and I'm glad it happened. But one of two things are going to happen. Either he becomes United States champion with the Miz's help, and he beats the shit out of the Miz because fuck you, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Or the Miz does his thing where he cost him the championship and they're feuding. I That's hope, probably it. I hope it's the fact that Champ is not an idiot and he turns on Miz before Miz even gets the chance to turn on him. Mm-hmm. Because that's he is a psycho killer. Maybe they'll do it that Miz is about to attack Champa and Champa just turns around and then destroys him. Yeah, I would love it if it was just he just gets wrecked because he's like, I know what you are. You and know I what? no longer need. And the reason he said the reason that he was with the Miz is because he wanted to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. If he gets the United States Championship, what does he need the Miz now? Because probably in his mind he has a championship, so he's on the map. Yep. So he could probably discard him before he gets a chance. Either and you way, know what, good. And you know what else might make a return? Mister Johnny Wrestling. I said what? 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 Oh, the his his old song. No one will survive. This one's not that bad now, I don't think. The one he came out with on Monday. Yeah. It's not as good, though. Right. I hope when he comes out, it's no one will survive. And he's got the fucking Casey Jones looking mask on Mm -hmm. again. That would be cool. Or just the the jacket that has that tall ass collar. Yeah. Something that's not face like. Right. Like, he can't do the God of War thing because that'll get too many face uh, reaction. Mm-hmm. Fucking just go do that fucking psycho killer shit. Just mask up. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Let's do this thing. Fucking Triple H comes back and gets... Because what Triple H almost died, he had one foot in the Darklands. And while he had his one foot in the Darklands, he retrieved the soul of Tommaso Ciampa. And returned it to his body. Mm-hmm. And he has been reanimated. And this is what you have now. Yes. Such good shit. Yeah. Eventually we're going to have to retire that. And come up with the Triple H thing. <laughs> the old man is. It's not him anymore. But maybe it is. We don't know. Huh, let me see how to say that in Latin. Oh yeah. Because the Triple H's thing. He loves yeah. Latin. Yeah, so I want to type it in English. Bear with me here for a moment. And I want such good shit. All right, so that's Spanish. I want to translate to Latin. 
Tale bonum stercore. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. I'm not doing that because I can't. <laughs> I'm going to fucking butcher it. Then I'm going to have our Italian American Latin speaking friends after me. Well, I'm saying I'm saying it like kind of like the Italian way because that's the only kind of pronunciation I know, which which is similar to how it would be pronounced. Well, in it is the also. root. Yeah, exactly. All the Romance languages. Tale bonum stercore. Yeah, Such you do that. Shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, moving on. Believe it or not, so I had all this. I had a few minutes time before the podcast started. I was uh, doing my uh, my bouts, and then I, you know, I gave it two minutes after we said we'd start because you you were giving me a taste of my own medicine there. Yeah. So I called. I called you. I didn't do my highlights. But I, but I, but like scrolling through, I remember like what's what and what was good and what wasn't. And like on, on Raw and SmackDown, there wasn't a lot that wasn't good. Listen, what's not good is no one's explained to me why the Mysterios had a title match against the undisputed tag team champions. Yeah, did they? I think they said something about maybe one of them beating an Uso in singles. But give a shit about that. Yeah, right. About yeah, one time uh during the Usos rookie year, Bay Mysterio pinned Jay. And now yeah, <laughs> imagine there you go. They, they went that far mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's time for the title match. He's rightfully earned here. What about Montez kind of screwing over Dawkins? I think that is They were gonna play uh, rock, paper, scissors, but he's like, Oh, Rafi, okay. listen, follow me. There was not even a reaction from Dawkins, though. Yeah, like you didn't even see him. That I, I think so there I think, was a reason for that. Mm-hmm. And all, Dawkins also wasn't at ringside to support to support Ford. I'd have run from the back later on. Hot take. I know you're gonna disagree with me, and I think I messaged you. Montez Ford should have won that match. Mm. He should have won that match because going in there, I'm like, all right, great, it's gonna be one of those. Montez Ford, boy, he's so good. He's so good. And he mm-hmm. just couldn't get it done. It's like I get flashes of Shelton Benjamin back in the day. It's like, okay, well, maybe he could have won the match. Maybe Ain't let no him. stopping him now. Yeah, because I was like, if he won the match and you want that rift to grow, it could be right there. Because it's like, what, man? What if I won the thing and I could have beat Seth Rollins and then I could be on the map? But yeah, you but... fucking cut me in line and you get out there and you take my opportunity because that could have been me. Well, this does this does the same thing because he took he took what could have been his opportunity and still failed. So, so Dawkins can say, maybe I could have won, maybe I could have beat him. Sure, you know, but we'll never know now. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge talked about the same old shit. Right. He's going to tear down the Judgment Day, what he's built. Mm -hmm. He did it because he wanted to help people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was a boy, you know, I was a real jerk to you guys. But now that I said I'm sorry, sure glad you guys are on my side. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. That's basically what the promo was. Mm hmm. Bailey talks in Gorilla. Always good. Yeah, she's great. Right, she's back. Yep. Miz Miz tries to help Champa, and it, I guess it ended up working. Miz put Champa's foot on the rope after Champa took the Styles Clash. 
Yep. He would have lost because, well, Styles Clash doesn't always beat everybody. Right. That's like his uh, second to last move. You know, you don't spend all the meter on that. You know, that's what the Phenomenal Forearm's for. Who's, I think only like major, major matches have had a kick out from the Styles Clash. No, they've had kick outs on like a Raw. Like Joe's done it, I believe. Like there's been times where people just kick out of it. Like, it's not that big of a move anymore. Unfortunate. Which sucks. Because it's like, it's one of those things, if he pulls it out, let's go, it's over. You know what I mean? That's what it should be. Cause it's, mm-hmm. But, you know, apparently not. It's it's like, um, my, it's like my gripe with Seth Rollins' is Falcon Arrow. Mm-hmm. Like, every time he does it, people always kick out. And every time they kick out, the fucking announcers are super su- surprised. Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time. It's a suplex. <laughs> it's, like a, it's a fancy suplex. Yeah. Which I'm going to cut ahead just a little bit. We'll come back. But there was a it was Christian Cage, I think, and Matt Hardy. And they did it like a superplex off the top rope. Mm-hmm. And like J.R. Sinner is like never understood the psychology of that. Because like yeah. you're both fucking landed on your back like destroying yourselves jared was kind of shitting on the product a little bit this week i mean it's i think that's part of the reason why he's like on there half the show yeah so there was that and during the dumpster match like someone got dropped onto like the garbage cans and he's like well they know how to fall right yes (laughs) (laughs) it's the same show so it's like hello Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i got kind of mad because at one point both of the non-ass boys, mm-hmm. the acclaimed, only one of them is an ass boy, technically, was in the dumpster. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just close the fucking lid. And it's like, oh, it's one of those split lid things. It's like, what mm-hmm. kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> yeah. You go, oh, you both got to do it. Like, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like the acclaimed. I'm not sold. Like, you see a dude rap and you're all fucking... It's mostly fucking whack-ass white dudes. Listen, there's better MCs out there. Like, he's not that great. Um, and the everybody's like, Oh, he's retired like this, the man. If he's the man retired. And he say, he retired just like him the man. He is the second best active wrestler that raps. He's, and it's like, dude. Think, hold on. Think about how many there are. How many are there? Two. Right. Right? So he's the second best. And it sucks. And it's not it, bad. It, it, listen, it's not bad, but stop fucking picking up low-hanging fruit. Maybe stop with your fucking WWE shtick just to be shocking and get the, oh, and do well, some real shit. Well, see, that's the fault of the marks that react taken all that over social sh- media. He should have taken that title shit on Road Dog. That would have been the move. Mm. That's the move. Shit on Road Dog. Let's see what happened there. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I, I, I can't think of Something's up with Road Dog. Ryan. Like, they won't hire him or something. Like, he's trying to get a job over there, Road Dog. Like, what did he do? Isn't he still working at WWE? No, he's gone. Oh. I don't know. I wonder if he'll be back since Hunter's in charge. Something Maybe. happened there. Like, there's just something going on with Road Dog. You think Billy's looking over his shoulder, too? Like, hmm. I don't know, dude. Honestly. Like, hey, hey, Paul, what do you got for me? I don't know. 
I think he's probably happy there just getting a check. Like, he's probably making more money there than he'd make in WWE. He's, it's probably one of the reasons MJF's pissed off. Mm. Could be. Yeah, I'm just under the assumption anybody that wasn't WWE at one point worth their weight and fucking whatever is getting paid like a motherfucker. So now Tony Khan is in the position to where, with contracts coming up, he has to decide if he's willing to pay people just to stay and not go to the competition. I don't know if they're worth it, maybe, but internally I've heard rumor, and I, I'm a source as close to the situation has told me, uh, you know how, like, you know, WWE, there's, like, they have the, their own lexicon, you know, the WWE universe mm-hmm. and such like that, that uh, starting on Monday that all talent contracts are no longer uh, the conventional spelling of contract. It is now con, <laughs> K-A-H-N, tracks. So uh, take that mm. for what it's worth. Interesting. Yeah, see, so if you're working for AEW, you are under contract. So mm. that's that's what's going on there. I don't know what his deal is. Maybe, you know, it's branding, you know. Mm-hmm. Branding's important. It is. Ah, Sasha with a new blue and yellow greenish wig. Yes, the serpent takes many forms. Does distract you. Do not be deterred. Um. All right. So I guess you're done with Raw then. All right. So yeah, Usos beat the Mysterios. Cool. And Ju- Judgment Day come out, attack the yeah. Mysterios. Edge runs them off. Spear to Finn. Rhea chokes out Dom. The way we all want to be choked out. And... Not me, bro. I want to be turned around when that happens. I hear you. Right. Well, listen, you got you got to get in there first, and then you kind of just squirm around and hope you're still conscious. But when you when you lock eyes, I'm taking steps. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. NXT is All next right. chronologically. I we feel like nothing's down. changed there so far. I, I, I feel wonder. Like it's still, I think they're just gonna still let everything run its course, and when it has, then do the different thing. Yeah. Um. I read that they an NXT event is going to go up against all out interesting very interesting i'm i'm actually interested to see what happens there mm-hmm. i bet triple h is really upset that zach gibson shaved dude i'm upset <laughs> he, like he looks they, like he really looks like the illegitimate son of Kane. before they had an identity mm-hmm. now they kind of don't it's like, yeah, oh, you got a, 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 a contact in each eye with the opposite because they're like one soul instead of two souls. And what a great team. No, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. They just look like if you were to take these two guys, all right, and they showed up on Monday Night Raw without a fucking entrance and fought against the new vicious Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. How about, yeah, that tracks. That fits. Yeah. yeah, of course, the jabronis. What else? I still don't remember their, their new names. Uh, non Gibson and uh, non other guy. It's so, stupid. So when the Grizzled Young Veterans started out as a team, James Drake seemed to just be following along with Zach Gibson. Now the two of them are following along Joe Gacy. For reasons. Right. Because he opened up their eyes to the the true possibilities and 
inclusivity and a buzzword. Ah, buzzword. Yeah. Excellent. The pron their pronouns are we are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, uh, we have new the tag champs. New tag champs. A little surprising. I don't know whose call that was to give it to them. I don't know, man. I mean, Toxic Attraction could go to SmackDown. They absolutely could. I mean, it's not unheard of to have the NXT champion on WWE TV. Mm -hmm. So she could just be with them also, and that would be kind of neat. Don't you think? Yeah, and at the risk of sounding like me, please don't change their uh, presentation. No, they, they they won't do that. It's perfect. It well, is perfect. Fucking Cross got his, ma- his, music, his magic back. Why didn't he shave his head? I, I know he's got a movie, but... I think maybe he wants to have hair. I mean, it would probably be up to him, right? If I don't he, know. If they wanted to... If, like, think about it. It's not He came back to them. So wouldn't there be conditions? There would. Unless but, it's like, just I, for him to show up because, like, he like to make it – because, like, it was just coming out that there were things happening with him. And they wanted to get him on TV right away. So mm-hmm. he could still be bald. Mm-hmm. You know, he could still shave his head later. Yep. Now, I, I know I was initially behind you on SmackDown, and then you paused. Yeah. I, I resumed after I got off the phone, and I was like, dude, did you finish SmackDown? Yeah, and then I got mad. Like it's kind of like the same thing with like like with my wife and her sister. Uh-huh. Like she'll be like, "Oh, you watching the game?" It's like if she texts her that something happened because normally she fucking doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like like and then it's like you did that. I'm like, "Shit, something happened." All right, but luckily <laughs> it worked out because like at that time, because what we do is a little inside baseball is like being the wife. We eat dinner, we watch TV together, mm-hmm. so. You know, we put on something that we watched together. We watched uh, Sandman on Netflix, first episode. And then... Is that like, like the Spider-Man character, Sandman? See, she said the same fucking thing. And no, it's a Neil Gaiman character. Oh, okay. Um, So, it's very... It's, it's kind of good. But dinner was over, and she had to do some stuff. So, like, oh, it's not that much time left. I finished Raw. But, I mean, SmackDown before we got back to watching TV. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's... Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? And he comes from the side. And he's got hair. I'm like, okay. And it's like, in the hourglass, it's like, oh, shit. It's going to be him? It's like, oh, no. What's what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Is he going to fuck up the match for McIntyre? Are they going to do McIntyre versus Cross first? Get them going? And then have him go after um, the Tribal Chief? But it's like, what's Cross's alignment? You know? Tribal mm-hmm. Chief. Could they be turning the Tribal Chief face? Because there were a lot of Tribal Chief chants on SmackDown. There were. So maybe not if the wise man's out for a little bit. It could change things. Maybe they – if they're going to – I think maybe they could do like tweener Tribal Chief, but just not change his presentation just keep or everything attitude the same. at all. Just right. keep it the same. Yeah. Like let the fans love him, but still demand acknowledgement. Yeah, like still do everything the same, but it's yeah. the fans that change, not him. Right. That could work. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Who who was it we were saying that like 
the pre- the presentation didn't change just like the fans turned. It was someone else. Uh I look, I get I'm the one that does the remembering. Yeah, it's your job. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes the fans do change on you. Yeah. Well, we could be talking about Roman again. I don't know. Could be. Uh John Cena. Ba, ba, na, ba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. He's never really done anything different, but they just, you know, Cena sucks. Mm-hmm. Let's go, what'd, Cena. What'd you think of the uh, Heat Wave Summit? Uh, look, I get it. Uh, look how tough I am. I stabbed myself with a pad side of blood, but I'm still gonna get crushed because I'm just a midget with a big head, kind of thing. He's a walking Funko Pop. He is a walking Funko Pop. All he needs <laughs> is those creepy shark eyes. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> he needs like those fucking shark eye sunglasses. The shark eye doll smile over there. Mm. Weirdo. Get the fuck to- out of here. Toxic attraction, throwing a hot temper tantrum. That was nice. Good stuff. Look, I am a fan mm. of both, actually, which is. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the tag team. Obviously, Mandy also. But yes. the, the whole unit is really good. Mm hmm. Um, Tiffany Stratton. We had a Tiffany Stratton vignette, and she's a gymnast now. We had also, the, I guess. Well, she she always was, but now we have the first vignette focusing on her athletic background rather than her Valley Girl rich daddy gimmick. But she was playing tennis. That's athletic. That's what she's yeah. doing. Those too. Yeah, but tennis is like is more of a rich girl sport. Sure. That like even that was still geared towards you know you're you're highlighting the fact that she has she comes from money. This is just athleticism. Like I'm she made it to like whatever U.S. national gymnastics. I just don't know what what it's called, so I'll just say that I'm not trying to disrespect. I just didn't look it up. Yeah. All, um, also, it's confirmed that she too can look into Wendy Chu's dreams. Um, let's just remember that. Apparently. Apparently, she's got powers. Mm-hmm. Um. Looks like there might be a little change to Wendy Chu also, I hope. I, I hope. think she's going to come out as that character during the Zia Lee thing that they were doing. No, I no, <laughs> I, I, I just think something. Because this whole, you know, I like sleeping. It's my favorite pastime. Because it literally passes the time. She's going to come out in her regular gear. But then in the match, she's just gonna, the lights are going to go out. She's going to start unzipping her little pajama thing. And it's like an outfit under there, you know. And yeah, maybe like a maybe stop thing. wrestling in a onesie. Yeah, it's like, listen, I I blew my chance to become the champion because of this thing. Look mm-hmm. at this. Look at that. Look at that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, just have like real wrestling gear underneath. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> but get those weird fucking incels excited. Mm-hmm. It's coming off, guys. Aw. Yep. Aww. Okay. All right. Good news. Yes. Good news. Good news. Not uh, Tony. What's his name? Santos. Santos is back. I was looking at the wrong fucking. Yeah, that's name great. That's, like, why, okay, that's why I paused. I'm like, wait a second. That's not Tony. It's like, this is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God. It's like, you put me in the hospital. I put you in the ground. That escalated quickly. If he, if he said that, that would have been it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is a logical escalation. Mm-hmm. As, you know? as, as the Paul brothers would say, it's on site. Word. To, to, to your mother. Yep. 
So Roxy challenges Cora to a match at the Heat Wave. Cool, cool, cool. Cora says she's not giving her a match. She says, blah, 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 blah. She can still enjoy Toxic Attraction. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if Mandy would, like, offer it. Nah, I don't know about that. I think it's just going to be, like, a mutual, like, you know, mm. thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she joins up with them, and that's the toxic attraction that shows up on SmackDown instead of just the three. It's four of them. Mm. Like, that could be, like, the mystery fourth member. Could be. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot There's a lot of trios, and it works because, like, you have a tag team and, and you have a singles. You know, yeah. Three seems to be like a magic number. You get four, it's like all right. So there's one set of tag titles. Uh, four horsemen. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but if we're talking about like having the titles, it's like all right. You're not gonna get all the belts. You're not gonna get tag titles, the world and the U.S. or IC title. You know, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. You're telling me you wouldn't fucking mark out over Souls Koa be the fucking Intercontinental Champion and Bloodline. Not really. You have all the gold. I like Solo Sokoa. Um, I'm not fully solo. Little loose. Yeah. Like, he, I, I'd have to see how they present him there. I would say. It won't be Sammy. Samoa Joe should be, is what I would say. Mm. He would be the Samoa Joe that's actually in the Yanoi family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. I know, <laughs> I know, but he's still cool. Uh-huh. He's still the ROH whatever champion, you know? Uh, TV champ? There you go. Yeah. Even though I don't have TV, but that's fine. Yet. Yes, yet. That is correct. They had it. They had the TV. They had TV when they established the TV title. You are correct, sir. There you go. <laughs> Alba, Fire, Beat Lash Legend. As okay. it should be. She's getting uh, revenge. Indeed. Uh, so Hayes and Trick go to the parking lot, and they see three hotties that, with a broken down car. Now, oh. where did, 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 was their car breaking down, and they pulled into the, the, the lot there to look at the car? Or were they... Fans at the arena and tried leaving mid-show and the car wouldn't start. What's... How dare you threaten story device just to get them into the same seat as Von Wagner and Solo Sokoa destroying each other outside? Yeah. How dare you, sir? You're not allowed to question these things. You just let it happen. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that on your fancy podcast. Right. Don't ask questions. How dare you? Nikita Lyons had a promo responding to Kiana. I I don't remember her last name. The Kiana. Kiana James. Kiana James. Her promo on her last week where she was like analyzing her whatever. And um. Uh, well, she should have been analyzing them curve. Mm. Nikita Nikita has to work on her promo, so I'm glad she's getting the time to do so. It's not bad. It's it's just it feels. Rehearse like with all the, the the hand gestures and everything. It's like oh, they're, they're like, don't just stand there. You got to move your hands. So she moves her hands, and it's like, I don't even care. I hear. How, you. how do you know she's not one of those people that talk with their hands? How do you know? I don't. 
She could be a hand talker. Could be. Nothing wrong with a hand talker. Very active in her talking. Good. Mm -hmm. Let's, you know, separate from the pack or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything, but she's going to go far as long as she doesn't do anything crazy. I agree. As long as she stays uh, injury free or major injury free going forward. Yeah. And, you know, maintain a healthy lifestyle because when you have a certain body type, it could go Mm -hmm. south quick if you're not like you know, as focused as she is and constantly like working out in the gym, you know, yeah. thank God for Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, cause you gotta, you know, it's like, Hey, well, if I go to the gym, I could get good Instagram shots, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As someone with a, with a certain body type myself, like the five pounds looks like a lot more on me than it does on you. Cause you're taller and overall leaner. So I know how, like how tough it is to get, the shape you want as long as she stays healthy yeah she keeps working out stick with it i think she's good and speaking of tough uh solo sokoa has proven that he's tough Mm -hmm. because he's defeated a neanderthal yes he has solo sokoa wins evolution it's about time it's about time so we have someone good to represent us against those neanderthals yep anything else for nxc for you uh, listen, I'm going to say this. Uh, I, I forgot her name, but Ivy Dial's partner in a tag team match. Uh, thank you. That's thank you so Tatum much. Tatum Paxley. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes, you so yes, much. yes, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. you are goaded. You are mm-hmm. goaded. You have joined a very exclusive club. All right, let us yes. continue. The, the baker <laughs> certainly put her in the window of the shop. Yes. Very exclusive club. All right. Um, so Smackdown. As we already mentioned, Pat had the Telestrator. I have it in my notes here what it's called because I didn't know what the fuck to call it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. So Ricochet B. Corbin with the Shooting Star Press. I like that right off the bat, one of Triple H's kids is getting some spotlight. Yeah. I was wondering if it was going to turn into a bum-ass Ricochet gimmick with that fucking beard. Mm. Imagine Ricochet just shows up. He's like fucking Kidman from fucking Flock, and he's got <laughs> fucking he's got that beard, and like he gets it crazy enough where he can have fucking pine cones in it and shit. Jeez, he's <laughs> like it's fucking forest debris. Like wrestling for sandwiches. I'm here to do spots for sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sandwich spot show. No, this is the hot dog spot show. Hot diggity <laughs> dog. Hot dogs. How many hot dogs I get? Does it come with buns? I'll sign anything. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Sami Zayn and the Usos. All fun stuff. He, we never saw him again after that, did we? Because he told they told him to go to the truck later and then, on. And then right? he came. He came back. He said he's got it all set up. And then Jay went off on him, saying, "Listen, like you're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Like you're lucky we let you wear that bloodline shirt, and if if you if you screw up, we're not gonna let you wear the bloodline shirt no more. Do you dig? He practically said, "Do you dig?" Yeah, I I think Sammy's gonna turn on the bloodline, man. Yo, not the move. No, it's not. You yeah, know. Jay, Jay Jay said the bloodline leveled up at SummerSlam. I mean, they did. Mm. Like, I think the only. The only thing you could say against 
uh, Roman's win at SummerSlam was was the amount of help he had. Well, yeah, it's Brock Lesnar. What if Brock Lesnar came back with some buddies? Brock Lesnar doesn't have friends. Brock is scheduled, allegedly, to be at the day one pay-per-view, which is coming up at some point. I don't know when the fuck, but mm. I saw a headline earlier. Um, I, I, I know where your head is at, and that would be cool, but that we were given at SummerSlam, but that was the end. That's it between those two. All right. So you can't bring them back for another pay-per-view, and it's like, all right, here we go. Right. All right. So then at some point, it could be, you know, Brock against somebody else with his buddies if he's got buddies. All right. So I Brock think versus Velasquez is a little busy. Yes. So Brock versus Karrion Cross? Nah. No, if if well, yeah, if he takes one of the belts. Yeah, presumably by then he'll have. Yeah, presumably by then that's possible. Yeah. What? What a presentation of how Cross can hurt someone. Yeah, the stairs. The the stairs the and then the forearm to the back of the neck. Yeah. Just knocking Drew out. Yeah. And uh, Drew kind of messed it up by shipping on Cross afterwards on Twitter like an idiot. Oh, wasn't this guy last seen in BDSM gear or something? Oh, he they let him say that? Yeah, it's like, dude, don't bring that shit up. What's wrong with you? Like, why are you doing that? Unless they're going to use that to, like, you know, fuel his storyline. Like, what happened to him? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like... Because he was sabotaged by Vince, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like anything that Triple H made and then Vince broke and then Triple H remade, we shouldn't... They shouldn't highlight how Vince broke them. You know? Exactly. It's like with fucking, like, Adam Cole. Baby. And, and the promo they had against each other. And he just got him mad. He's saying all this stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was, but... Like... You know what? Fuck Adam Cole. I know it has nothing to do with this. I just wanted to say that. Hmm. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> I used to like Adam Cole. A lot. I guess we liked Triple H's Adam Cole. That You know what? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Because we know Triple H is right in this. Cole's right in this. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's, yeah. I don't know what to tell you about this guy. Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to, we'll get to that very yeah. shortly. Yeah. Very shortly. Thank God. Um, Thank God. So Sammy and the Usos was gold. Um, this is great. Like I I feel like the tag champs, despite yes, in their own way, being Roman's lackeys, they're still portrayed as the best tag team in WWE. Period. Well, they have all the gold. They do, but. But like they're they're not portrayed as they only they only got it by cheating where like they they lose all their singles matches and they can only win by cheating like they they're they're portrayed as dominant. Well, so, mainly because as has been said, they've been a tag team their whole lives like this yeah. is really nothing. Yeah, so it's good presentation for all members of the bloodline, Heyman included, of course, because Heyman is gold. R.I.P. Fucking gold. 
listen, I wonder how many zeros they had to add on Heyman's check for him to take that F5 through the fucking table. Honestly, probably not as much as you think. Probably. Because if it means fucking popping the crowd or fucking making a reaction happen, that's fucking gravy to him. Yep. Uh, we had the live promo, which was eh, Sonia Deville says, "Pay attention to me." Notice me. Mm-hmm. Listen, if it, if they just would just woo, just listen. Just bear with me here, guys. Yes. Listen, we all know, and I know I'm skipping ahead, but this is a two-hour podcast. So let me just say, we know who the number one contender is, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And if it turns out that Shayna Baszler beats Liv Morgan, fine, I guess. Because the last time Shayna Baszler was in the ring with Liv Morgan, she destroyed her. Uh, Elimination Chamber, anybody? Remember that time Shayna destroyed Mm -hmm. everybody? Yeah. But uh, what if maybe Sonya Deville, you know, maybe she's, uh, maybe she helps out and it's, it just lets out, man. How awesome would that be? (laughs) How awesome would that be? It'd be great. So yeah. Sonya, Sonya's finisher, um, one of the announcers, uh, I think Cole, yes, uh, yes, called it Deville's Advocate, and I didn't quite I get it until like I it. just read it right now. I'm like, oh, like Devil's oh, Advocate. Oh, really, I dude? See. Yeah. Oh, I got it right away. I'm surprised <laughs> because you had to see it. I did. Mm. But yeah, I mean, fine, I guess. Um, Baszler is Rousey's friend. Mm-hmm. So could you imagine if they do a Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler? Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, um, Sonya and Sonya. Uh, Shayna also has that fucking I'm going to break your arm stomp. Yeah. So she's going to go right for Liv's arm, which yep. is already injured. Easy psychology there. Yep. And they say Ronda, there's rumor that Ronda is going to be at Clash at the Castle. Like, I wonder if she'd actually go over there. Or what if she shows up, you know? It could be after. It could be anything. She could come out mid-match. Ref bump. Mm. Who knows? And then we had... uh, Oh, the announcement of the women's tag tourney starting Monday on Raw. I think... You see, you you already gave the prediction that uh, Sasha Naomi... Are going to come out like at, at the end of the tournament. Maybe they'll come out at the start of the tournament and say, "Listen, we're the, no one beat us for the titles. We're still the champs." Or maybe they do that at the end. That's that's what I was thinking. Like after it's over, just attack the winner, like with yep. the winners, with mm-hmm. the champions, and hold the belts up. Take Who'd you belts. ever beat? You didn't beat us, right? Just take the belts because they're theirs. It's like, listen. We we put these on Johnny's desk to hold them for us. Now we're back. Now these are ours. Yeah, he's dust now, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> uh, just about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think he's got a lot of uh explaining to do to Mom and Bella. Yeah, I want to be that. I don't want to be a fly on the wall. That conversation happens. Yeah, wh- where's that season of Total Bellas? Well, that's done forever. So thankfully, we'll never have to worry about it again. There we go. And then we had the the final segment, the closing segment of SmackDown. Roman did his promo. He, he explains what they do, which is after the, after a pay-per-view, 
they come out on SmackDown to gloat about what they did, which was insane. That fucking match. And then, you know, Drew comes out. I want to fight. And then Cross comes out and gives him a fight. The, the, the music, Scarlet, fucking A. And I saw, I, I was like, is that Scarlet way over there on the stage? And it was. Yeah, man. Like, it's, it's no mistake in it. Like, who else mm-hmm. would it be? Because the, the color went. Yep. I, I feel like a little bit, this is Triple H saying to Vince, listen, this is how you do it. Not that Vince doesn't know how to do it, but I feel like he, he uh, Vince obviously didn't connect with a lot of the characters that Triple H created. And Triple H is going to say, listen, this was their presentation in NXT. This is how you make that work on this scale. And it's very, very, very early in Triple H's tenure as head of creative. But I feel like this is this is the beginning of that. Mm. And it's a strong, strong beginning. Amen, brother. Tell it from the mountain. All right. Anything else before we move on to Dynamite? No, we really need to move on to Dynamite. We do. We, we are do. giving the fans more than what they want. Yep. Lethal but beats Orange Cassidy. Because we've been taught to give them all what they want. Yep. Uh, lethal beats Orange Cassidy with the lethal injection. And then Good. the typical Good. yada yada, Good. best friends, Wardlow, cool. Let's go lethal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cole, Cole and Red Dragon turn on the Bucks. Absolutely not shocking in the least. Moving no, on. not at all. <laughs> the only one is that crying child. And we yeah. don't even know if it's directly related. It could have been a coincidence. He could have watched some popcorn. And dad's like, no, don't you see what's happening here? It's like, I don't give a fuck. I want the popcorn. Go get it. You know, like, mm. Or the kid's like, I'm pissing my pants here. And dad's like, can't you see there's an angle happening here? Hmm. You piss your pants. You piss them. And that's when we got the crying face. Yep. Or he's just very sad. Mm-hmm. And then we had sort of a reunion, Hangman and the Bucks. They call, they actually call them the Hung Bucks. Like, really? That is stupid. I mean, that could be taken different ways, though, can it? And I'm sure it's not true about them. (laughs) Certainly not. Like, are they 12 years old? Uh, Listen, um, (laughs) Hung Bucks, Ryan's with Young Bucks. As uh, Cornette refers to them, the Cucamonga kids. Mm -hmm. That's what he calls them. Yeah. So funny. Trained in the backyards of Rancho Cucamonga, California. That's right. That's right. Anyway, uh, moving I? right along. Let's go. Uh, the end of Team Taz. Cool. That was weird. Yeah. It was almost like just out of nowhere, he just Thanos snapped Team Taz. He's mm-hmm. just on commentary. There's no in-ring thing. It's just like, it's done. You imagine being in the fucking arena? You don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's just being said on commentary. That's kind of weird. Like, I get it. Maybe you want to, like, take out the trios that aren't going to be involved in this hunt for the trios title or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, really? Just like that? It's like, on commentary? Yeah, there's no more Team Taz. 
Because, like, when they were saying it before the it was coming up, he's like, yeah, don't worry, guys. After the commercial break, I got some news or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's done. But he, hmm. he's your son. You're not even going to help him? It's like, no, it's over. Oh, okay. Just, uh, he came from uh, Mr. Khan himself. Yeah. You know, and I guess uh, Hook is going to be FTW champion for life. There you go, that. Well, did they retire the FTW title? No, I don't know, but they probably should. They probably should. Mm. It's He's got, like, the worst version of the Cody Rhodes story. Like, <laughs> you see my, my dad's FTW championship on the mantle. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe one day. I have an FTW championship. That FTW championship. Mm-hmm. Look at me. It's Hook. That's exactly how he talks, and that's why he doesn't talk on TV. Yeah. You know, that's exactly why, guys. So. So you mentioned earlier Christian and Matt Hardy, right? Yeah, that was the match was good because a fan had a sign that said, I played this match in WWE No Mercy. Yes. And I believed him. Me too. Because so, it's every wrestling game. Because yeah. I'm sure they're in fucking all of them. Mm-hmm. All the uh, modern gen, at least, PlayStation and on. Yeah. So, after the match, Christian sets up for the concerto, right? Yes. And Luchasaurus comes out. Yeah, he could have still did it. Now, hold on. Yeah. Last week, Jungle Boy said Luchasaurus was there to protect Christian from anyone else because Jungle Boy wanted to be the first to get his hands on him. Right? Yeah. So what what, what did Luchasaurus come out for? I guess, you know, Jungle Boy ultimately ran ran him off. But, like, what if Christian decided to, like, stay and fight Luchasaurus? Then Luchasaurus would have been first to get his hands on him. Mm. First the, come, first serve. Yeah, like, like the potential there kind of skews against what Jungle Boy said. Yeah. So that that didn't really jive with me. I wouldn't jive with me either. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. So, well, you know, Jungle Boy's cool. You know, he wears a shirt that has P word on it. He's yeah. so cool and edgy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's cool. Boy, what a Jungle Boy! Maybe him and Anna J should take couples, you know, acting lessons or whatever. Something. I mean, I'd wear that shirt, but I hate. I shirts. took him out. I'll choke you out. Ah! Okay. Yeah, it's okay. it's another person I'd want to be choked out by. Anyway, also turning around. Um. So yes. then Ethan Page cuts this weird promo, and Stokely comes out. So apparently Ethan K- Ethan Page is working with Stokely Hathaway now. Albeit reluctantly, sort of. But hey, this makes sense, kind of thing, kind of way he he thought. It's like where yeah, right. where's Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky? Uh, as soon as Scorpio Sky lost the championship to Wardlow, that was done, apparently. Since they okay. haven't been on TV since then. And where is Paige Van Zandt besides OnlyFans? Fucking, I think they just stopped the whole top team thing. That's okay. done. Like, I don't know, what, maybe, I don't know, maybe she'll come back later or something, but it could have been just an appearance deal. Like, I don't maybe. know what the deal is with them. As long as she keeps up her OnlyFans. I don't think that's going anywhere until, you know. She really shouldn't. You know, she's got some time. Yeah. Uh, Bowens and... Oh, yeah. The Save your money, ladies. 
Yeah. That yeah. was okay. I don't care about that stuff. Trash matches and stuff like that. And yeah. What's next for the acclaimed anyway? I don't care. Some rap battles. Sure. Hmm? Uh, Jericho beats Yuta. Keeps locked uh, in. Mm-hmm. I fucking hated that. I like. I guess it's like, uh, well, of course he's gonna fight Boxley. Of course he's gonna fight Boxley. But like, I don't know. Wouldn't it have been kind of cool if like Wheeler Yuta actually beat John Moxley? Like, why does Daniel Garcia get to beat Dander Dander Danderson? But Willa Yuta can't get a win over Chris Jericho. Because hmm. he wasn't Lionheart Chris Jericho. Like right. the one he asked for. So hmm. Yuta looks like an idiot. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I just think, wouldn't it have been like an upset? Like a real upset if Yuta beat Jericho. And it's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it's not like Moxley's going to lose to you. It's like, yeah, but who says the match has to fucking complete? Like, you know, they could just fuck it up. Mm-hmm. It's like J- Jackoff's Appreciation Society could just fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And they'll get more heat for ruining what they'll probably have, like, a decent match. Yeah. Why not do that? I, that's why when I messaged you that after that, I was like, fuck AEW. That's hmm. why I sent that to you. Hmm. It's like it's so fucking predictable that they fucking did this. Yeah. Because, like, the bridge of Jericho's nose is fucked. Like, you're telling me Yuta from the Blackpool Comic Club can't figure out how to exploit that well enough? Yeah, the submissions he locked in that easily could have been turned into a crossface, maybe do that. Yeah, you could have broken his fucking nose, man. That would have been like insta-tap. How how about, so he started the match with a flick to the fucking nose. Exactly, which, by the way, nice touch. Yes. Absolutely. He's a flick his nose where whenever. It's not like it's against the rules. Yeah. It's not the eyes. Right. Come on, man. That's why I was pissed because I knew that could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I'm just my memory, but like I don't have a fantastic memory of. Oh, uh, Jericho hit a low blow, so that's how he. So, so that's how he won. Yeah, I know, but it's like. Did he have to hit the low blow though? I guess you he know, did. like I'd want him to win. Like mm-hmm. that's what I mean. Like I know that's why he won, but it didn't have to happen, and Utica still won the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could have made it close, or like because Jericho was too busy acting like not the Lionheart Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. that he fucking loses. But no, he has to win because you know it's like Tony Khan's indebted to Chris Jericho. Like he believes that what Chris Jericho says about the fact that there is no AEW without Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't totally disagree. I think it helped a lot, but I don't think he's solely responsible for it. I think all the first signees at some point, eventually are going to say, there's no AEW without me. Exactly. Like, yeah. especially he, those ones you decide to call pillars. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for fucking QT Marshall to say that. Yeah. Didn't he get, like, elevated recently, like, behind the scenes? Yeah, there were a few promotions yeah, that I didn't mention. Yeah, a few promotions of guys that are now, like, creative mm-hmm. helpers. I think one of them is Sanjay Dutt, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And him and one other person that's good so, at this shit. Yeah, Sanjay Dutt's like a liaison between writers and post-production yeah. to kind of keep shit on track. Look, if it makes it better and improves everybody, then I'm all for it. I think that's good. 
Um, some people need checks and balances. I think Tony Khan needs that. Tony Khan yes. needs people who actually does this shit. Take his phone. Yeah, take his phone. <laughs> hmm. Uh, moving on to Rampage. Speaking of uh, QT Marshall, I didn't, see, I didn't watch Rampage, so this will be fun. All right. So, um, they had mentioned that uh, this guy Mance Warner won a battle royal at the Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view interesting uh he won a battle royal uh that winning that battle royal gave him an opportunity to face aw interim world champion john moxley oh in a that's champions the guy. contender match yeah okay yeah so we had I a saw lot. Him, like he just looks like a guy that i would just walk past at the store yeah because he has kind of like a nick gage kind of gimmick yeah you know no like pizza cutter or anything but similar style similar style to mox Makes so sense. Mox came to the ring first because it didn't matter because it's not for the title. Um, there was a man's warning vignette. Mox met him on the ramp to brawl. Mox beat him with a rear naked choke. It wasn't okay. even a bulldog choke. Oh, wow. Right, it's so it wasn't even, a, wasn't even one of his finishers. Backstage, QT Marshall offers Ricky Starks free protection. Aaron Solo uh, talks to Starks um, you know, on behalf of them. By the way, Nick, Nick Camarado has this new gimmick he's wearing it's kind of like pimp gear with no shirt underneath okay okay with, with with a matching hat so like velour blue vest uh like jack blazer same matching pants and matching hat whoa holy fuck it looks weird bro you gotta see it i will I will do just that, and I agree. <laughs> um, so Aaron Solo talks to him about how they used to be tag partners on the indies, which I didn't know because I didn't fucking pay attention. I, yeah. I hadn't heard of Ricky Starks until NWA, and I was like, that kid is the fucking future. I, you yeah, were there. I still agree, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. He's, he's great. Mm-hmm. So Starks denies, of course, because he's, I guess, a face. We then had Konosuke Takeshita versus Ryan Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth, of course, the brother of Dolph Ziggler, using all his brother's moves in the match. You know, nice. he did he did the thing where like he puts his uh, he clasps his hands behind his head and and does like gyration that Dolph does. It basically it's like they've got their own Dolph Ziggler. Exactly, and uh, like their own Dolph Ziggler pre two months ago, uh, Nemeth lost. <laughs> with a running knee uh after the match uh, peter avalon attacks Takeshita from behind but gets dropped with a jumping knee oh he's still working yeah he, he was actually he was ringside he tried interfering in the match and nothing really happened hey at least he got to do something That's yep cool. there was a backstage segment recorded earlier with the best friends i don't remember what happened I, and i didn't put any other notes so cool we had the in-ring AEW debut of the formerly retired from Impact Wrestling, Madison Rain. Oh, I hear she's there to coach. Yeah, wife of Josh Matthews, as we probably know. Yeah, I remember thinking that he doesn't deserve any of that. So, uh, I would agree. So Madison Rain beat Layla Gray. That's the one with what Jr. calls Cross Rain. Huh. Yes, it's the crossroads. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. 
Uh, after the match, Jade Cargill comes out and says, you know, she shits on uh, Layla Gray. I only put Layla, so, like, my brain, like, I see it, and I want to say Layla Hirsch, but I'm like, no, 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 it's Layla Gray. Is that the one that Stokely got temporarily to help? Yes, the interim okay. baddie. Mm, that's what, that's right. Yeah. Jeez. So Jade says, uh, good help is hard to find these days, and she should have handled Layla Gray on her own. So she's issuing an open challenge on Dynamite and invites Madison Rain to show up and get that ass beat. Take a few days off in between. Kira Hogan tries to attack Madison from behind, but gets dropped with a uh, cross rein for herself. Cross rein. So it's an, open it? chal- it's an open challenge, but Jade is specifically challenging Madison Rain. Listen, I got an open challenge, but preferably I would like it to be you. And I'm really a champion, but I can't be challenging you because that's kind of retarded. Like that? Is that what was going on here? Yeah, so later on the match is made official. It's like, so why not just say, hey, won't you fight me for this TBS world title on Dynamite? Why, why even use the words open challenge? It's, it's, it's almost as if whoever wrote that promo doesn't know what an open challenge is. Yeah, I would be just like, listen, I know who you are. You know who I am. So I just want to cut the BS, you know, you being a shiny new doll. I'm going to beat you. I'm just going to get mm-hmm. out of the way because I'm going to beat you. Because I beat everybody. Yeah, the shiny new doll with 30 times more experience than Jade. Yeah, but. Not 30. Maybe 15, if we're being literal. I mean, you could just say, yeah, listen, you're old. <clears throat> Let me beat that ass. Which you probably shouldn't say to a chick. Like, a woman knows not to say that shit because then it's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Lucha Bros versus uh, La Facción Ingobernal, whatever. Yeah, Andra- Andrade and Rouge vignette. That, that's uh, coming up. I don't know when. I didn't put down. I prefer their wrestling to their talking. Yes. So. So definitely Andrade is the weakest talker of them. That's saying something. Yeah, well, like, uh, Phoenix isn't bad. Phoenix uh, talked a little in this one, and and it was all right. He's always been better. Yeah. I think I think he's younger, so he probably grew up uh, around English speakers more than yeah. Uh, Penta did. Yeah. Speculation. Yeah, Penta is like, I don't care. I'll fucking talk to you. Like, well, I want to talk to you. I'm going to mm-hmm. make it easy for you. Speak Spanish, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Habla Espanol. And then we had a street fight. For the AEW World Tag Team Championships, which Swerve in Our Glory retained with the Swerve Stomp onto Tony Nese. Oh, good. I didn't miss anything because that's what I thought would happen. That's what I what ha- what actually happened mm-hmm. is what I thought would happen if I was watching it. Yeah, there's no and, way. And tonight, eight o'clock Eastern, we have. Battle of the Belts three. It was uh, it was recorded yesterday, so I I accidentally saw a spoiler of one of the matches. I won't say what it was. I don't know anything. I don't want to know anything. Woo! All right, so the we'll kind of give our thoughts on what's going to happen, and then we'll get, we're going to close out because uh, we're approaching fucking. We're definitely around two and a half hours here. Basement bookers. War Hall. Wardlow versus Jay Lethal for the TNT Championship. It's going to be Warlow, but man, Jay Lethal deserves something. Yeah, definitely going to be Wardlow. I would not take that off of him for a while. Even so, he's got to get a big-time feud. Wardlow. Yeah. Wardlow. Hopefully they find good contenders for him after Lethal. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking past Lethal, but he's not beating me. Like, I get that he's got friends, but they're just going to get ejected. Yeah. You know, 
after I mean, I don't even know if or when he's taking time off. We haven't seen him for a while. Sean Spears could face Warlow for the TNT title. Yeah, he could. His former accountability buddy. I mean, but he destroyed him before. What's the difference now? Like, he's the champion now. Now he's got something that he wants to protect. It's beat him up even worse. Sure. Like, you'd have to rebuild Spears because basically he was a jabron when he left. That's true. You had to get him those wins under his belt, and then let's go. I'm kind of surprised Tony Khan used Spears the way he did. It's actually, it's an example of his um, uh, naiveness to this thing. (laughs) Naivete. Naivete to the business, baby. Naivete. You see, you you can't say it without holding your pinky out. Otherwise, you're just going to say it wrong. Unless you do it with a lisp. Yeah. Naivete, baby. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's the road, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. The only way to do it. But All yeah, right. that was disappointing because I thought he was going to be a big deal. I was like, oh, I guess not. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe him accidentally almost killing Cody Rhodes was uh, kind of a nail in the coffin of his career there. It was like, listen, you're fucking unsafe. We're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> but we're not going to put you in the ring with anyone important, and uh, you're never going to actually connect with a steel chair ever again. Ever? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that shit was crazy, dude. Yup. Yeah, you, listen, man, we're going to make you go far, but you think you got something besides this chairman thing? Because you can't. Now you're going to be the chairman as in you sit. Mm-hmm. You sit in the chair. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, he, he could be like superhero whenever he gets back. And, uh, like, maybe even make it after, like, paternity leave, whatever. So, like, in a year after uh, Cassie gives birth. And he can come out and say, you know, I'm a daddy now. Yeah, face pop. It's like, yeah, just like all you want to be, I'm uh, Cassie's daddy. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll send him, maybe, maybe like, you know, they'll bring him back. And he's got a bus and everything. And he's back and he's, he's just... Leaving shitty diapers in people's lockers. The fucking message. What he thinks about them. That'd be great. <laughs> I think you soft as baby shit. Is what <laughs> I'm saying. Just, just for you, this gift represents you. This, this is, is what, what. This is exactly what I think of you. This is what I think of you. You nothing but shit in my kid's diaper. Let's go get rid of you. You bum. I love it. Yeah. So it's only three matches. Let's so next match I think I guess is coming off of what happened this week on Dynamite. Thunder Rosa defending the AEW Women's Championship against Jamie Hader. Uh, Jamie Caker. Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa is going to win. I think if and by the G- way, yes. That sandbag shirt? I know. I know you hate it. I'm st- I'm even angrier than I was before. Because <laughs> now she's making money on it. Yeah, but you're pointing it out. Mm-hmm. You, 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 I, what? Okay, so it's so it's a performance then. It's what you're telling me. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. You're doing that. You're drawing attention to What does that mean, sandbagging? Hmm. Wouldn't it be more, more sense, you know, you put sandbags when there's a storm? Mm-hmm. Because you're the... Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> Presumably the main event. 
Claudio Castagnoli defending the Ring of Honor World Championship against Konosuke Takeshita. I don't see any title changes happening Cla- here. Cla- Claudio. <laughs> yeah. Claudio. I was going to like act sophisticated and say this guy's name and then his name. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> Fuck it up. So you mentioned like uh, calling attention to it. Just last thing here. Apparently the words wrestler and wrestling are no longer banned in WWE. Well, it was only a matter of time. And we all know that, you know, fans is back. Yep. Because he did it again. What's <laughs> back now? Michael Cole, baby. So I, ha- I, I, I can't believe list. I love Michael Cole as much as I do. A lot of people give Michael Cole a lot of shit, but I grew up with Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. So I, ha- I have a list of a bunch of other band words. This isn't the full list, but here's Ooh. a bunch of them. Blood. I get it. Choke. Okay. I get it. Belt. I guess yeah, specifically kinda. referencing a title as opposed to like he just belt. took his belt off. Yeah. Oh. Wait, belt. So, similarly, strap. Okay. Diva. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Like, unless so, someone could call someone a diva. Like, don't be such a diva. Yeah. You know? and like, you, you should be able to use a derogatory like term. Right. Not, like, referencing just a female. Yep. Yeah. Um, headshot. Get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Trauma. Um, yeah, I guess. Kayfabe. Yeah, definitely. Fuck off. Ah, interesting uh, choice words there. Mofos is next on the list. What? I I demand that mofos be unbanned during the PG-13 era. We'll see. House show. That goes without saying. Okay. DQ. I guess you want to say disqualification. I guess to remove any sort of doubt as to what it might mean, sure. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to advertise for Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is specifically capitalized the anti diva. So it's like they don't want to talk about Paige's original gimmick. Sure. Specifically, I mean, technically they are all that now. But, True, okay. but but the fact that yeah, it's capitalized, it's you know, it's talking about Paige. Uh, spinal injuries. Sure. Fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just want to destigmatize that shit. Victim. What? That must have been after uh, Brock Lesnar and Heyman's thing, because he used to use victim and victimize. Yeah, I think Heyman could just get away with whatever the fuck. Yeah. He probably also got it like personally approved by Vince. Yeah, maybe that's why it was banned because it's, it's that's our word. Mm-hmm. Violence and violent. I don't know. I don't like that because mm. that's what wrestling is. Right. Like, you can't get around that just because you don't acknowledge it doesn't mean it's not true. Right. That's why we yeah. like it. And just because it's, you know, choreographed doesn't mean it's not violent. Yeah. Like, you're depicting violent acts. Mm-hmm. You're depicting acts of violence. That's violence. When you're yep. attacking somebody like that, that's an act of violence. Mm-hmm. When you get a concerto right. somebody, that's an act of violence. It is. Wrestling and wrestlers, duh. Hmm. WWF, duh. Yeah. Wife beater, clearly. All right, all right. I get that one. <laughs> I guess if you want to be a fucking prude about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Curb stomp. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Connotations there. 
Uh, well, it depends on what movies you've seen. Strangle, kill, murder. Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, Benoit is not on this list, actually. Oh. Um, push. I think that's included in all of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and the rest is wrestling, ling- more wrestling lingo. I don't know why KP. Yeah, that doesn't here. need to be there. Yeah, That's, push, yeah. being over, babyface, heel, job, jobber, and card. Oh, so you can say card subject to change. Yeah, okay, get it. But yeah, so th- that's not a complete list, but that is a list, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall I take us home? I think I should take us home. Well, you know, Rich, I think it's a good time because we really did it. Today was like, yeah. And we went oh, straight into it. There wasn't any, like, talking before, really. Yeah. Yeah. C- certainly no, uh, much like last week, there were no technical difficulties. There was no technical difficulties. Of course not. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, we encourage you to do so. Tell us your thoughts on anything we've talked about, anything we haven't talked about, anything you want us to talk about. BasinBookers at gmail.com. On Twitter, at BasinBookers, at BasinJer, at RichTheRiz. Our DMs are open if you if 160 characters is not quite enough. I get it. I'm talkative, too, in case you didn't notice. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, fa- uh, Facebook. BasinBookers. Just just. Look it up. It's right there. And as far as where to listen to this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, you get your podcasts. And Jerry's got a parting message. Uh, the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.